Part 5 of Fate and Flame Welcome, everyone, to Diefall Alderheart, episode 25! I went and looked at the episode number right before this, so you're welcome, everyone. Welcome to another installment on our lovely Thursday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Time show. Uh, we're pretty reliable about that. I, I, I Yeah. I like that. Good for us. 25 episodes about to be in the books. I'm loving it. Um, uh, it looks like, and I talked about, we talked about this game a lot last week, but a new cast member has gotten their hands on Ooblets. And uh, so Rob, I believe, <clears throat> I believe there was a nice tweet. I think, I believe it was last night. Yeah, it was one in the 1 morning. 1 a.m.? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rob, how are you liking Ooblets? I hate it. I've never played a game that little in my life. Mm -hmm. I love it. Mm -hmm. I made a second save because I couldn't resist playing off stream. Good. Very good. Yeah, so there's a very panicked tweet at 1am that says, please help. I can't stop playing Ooblets. It was a cry uh, for help. <laughs> yeah. Did anyone come in help you, Rob? Or uh, was it a long... Long morning. No, uh, it's all right, man. I I broke out of it at some point. Okay. <laughs> I kind of blacked out. I woke up. I was in bed. You know, it worked out. Yes. It's fine, Absolutely. man. It's so cute. It's such which, a cute um, game. So which which one did you start with again? Okay. Also, so Carson Hand. Hello, Carson Hand. On stream. <laughs> a Carson Hand. Uh, on stream, his little beetle. His name is Biddle. Uh, and on my own file, I realized that I could get the guys that are chilling in the fountain, and so I got one of those. His name's Tud. He's like Toad, but Tud. You need to talk tud? after stream about how you get those. Just how <laughs> you get Tud? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any uh, distinct urges to dance battle now? No. Why would you ask? No. Oh. Yeah. Okay, never mind. I, you know, I thought. Why would you? Why would oh, you ask? Oh, the camera changed. <laughs> I wish I had the dance battle music queued up because it's such a nice little jam. <laughs> anyway, just, thanks, Rob. I appreciate welcome. the bit. Also, for podcast listeners uh, later, that one's gonna hit real good. Oh That's yeah, gonna be a really good physical one. Physical comedy, physical baby. Comedy. <laughs> it works. Cool, man. Cool. Are you going to play more of it? I mean, obviously off stream you are. Are you going to stream no, more of it? Never. Too? No? Okay. <clears throat> yeah, probably almost exclusively. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an Ooblet streamer now. Paper Mario who? Yeah. that's what, that, that was my next question. Are you going to go back? To oh, I love Mario it. It's not? it's actually, I really like it. Yeah. Mm. I, I really had a good week of streaming those two games. It was nice. it's a lot of fun. My Elgato didn't want to cooperate, so uh, it was a good 30 minutes of Paper Mario panic. Uh, but, you know, it happens. Yeah, man. And being, being streamers, that is, you just it's live there. What I get for not updating land. that hardware for, I don't know, when did I start Let's Playing? Like, not even <laughs> streaming? That's uh, that's got to be like five ago, years old at this point. Long time ago. Yeah, yeah, that's the original Elgato. I don't think they sell these anymore. 
Uh, and speaking of streamers who maybe <clears throat> have come back to the platform after a long hiatus, uh, I didn't get to watch all of it because I was out of town, but I did get to stop by for two seconds and say, hey, uh, the lovely Lady May made a large return back to the platform. It was fantastic. Mm -hmm. At least I got to see your second stream, so that's good. But uh, hey, welcome back. What's up? Do you like it? Is it fun still? How do you feel? <laughs> no, it was nice to be back. Uh, it's always extremely nerve-wracking after any sort of period uh, between streams. This one definitely was the longest at 10 months, so... But it was... it was nice to be back. Good. Very glad. What are what are your future... <clears throat> future plans for streams? I know you were... I mean, you're doing some art and stuff, right? Uh, so. uh, art will eventually come back. I know I'm primarily yeah. known for being a creative art streamer. Mm -hmm. uh, I currently don't have the spoons uh, to, to do art at the moment. Feel that. Uh, so right now it's Ooblets and Stream Raiders and then whatever other games, probably some Animal Crossing. Uh, once I also take out my Elgato capture card from the box. Because it's been <laughs> bugged in a really long time. Uh, but yeah, painting, like painting and stuff like that will definitely uh, come back. There's some tabletop stuff that I want to do uh, nice. as well. Nice. Yeah. Okay, okay. I can dig that. So what... <clears throat> Now we have a third person. What's your take on Ooblets? It's adorable. It's just, it's so wholesome. And I can tell it was made by our generation for our generation. <laughs> <laughs> Very particularly, a lot of the wording is just, it's like right out of any slang book from a millennial. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole thing. It's very nice. The little every time I watch the little jog animation, it just makes me happy, <laughs> and that's yeah. Because like the center, like forward pull is from the gut, so it's just yeah. like the head just ragdolls behind. <laughs> it's <laughs> the what? best thing ever. <laughs> Good. So I guess more ooblets in your future as well. Then, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think everyone's everyone's enjoying that one. Uh, pretty pretty good. We're gonna round out the ooblets talk here right now. Talking to Leslie. How do you? I mean, more ooblets for you too? Are we? Are we? Is this a recreation <clears throat> of when Animal Crossing came out, and that like it's just the train that I miss, and everyone just goes to Ooblet Land for about four weeks? I uh. Okay, so I play a lot of it off stream because okay. I uh, I'm I am I am unabashed by playing beyond the save point because my audience will just be like, okay, <laughs> whatever. Um, but it did not fare well for me as far as income and stream last time, so I might have to keep it offline, which makes me a little sad uh, yeah. as we explore <laughs> new fronts for games on stream. Uh, but it's also a, a very saturated game right now as far as broadcasting in the evening That's time true. that I normally do. So, But the game itself is fantastic, and I love it. I also hate the Epic Store still because it did the same thing it did in my Outer World save and lost like six hours of gameplay uh, between two computers. So uh, wow. I can no longer play it on my laptop because every time I try to load it on my laptop, it'll pull the save from my PC. But when I come back to my PC the cloud saving, even though enabled, and even though this is the home PC, will not pull the save from my laptop back. So it's always set back previous to whatever the like save was for the laptop. That's so, so weird. 
Yeah. So even in, like in separate save slots and everything, you're just like, yeah, and there it's it goes. It's gone. Nothing, nothing, so nothing transfers weird. back from that PC to this one. And I've like tried to uninstall and reinstall a game on both computers and like force the save to happen sure. with a fresh install. It doesn't. Did, Not a. Did you have the same thing? Were you playing on a laptop as well? Like, were you going back and forth on the previous one? The previous yeah, game too? on Outer Worlds, I played on this yeah. computer and then went downstairs. I played like two hours on this com computer. Went downstairs and like I because I can watch TV with Zach and we can play games sure. next to each other. And so we sat there and were playing games for quite a while. Uh, and it was a couple of nights doing that. And then I came back to my computer to play, and it wiped the save from Jeez. like the cloud, so I couldn't even access the cloud save for that computer anymore at all. So I couldn't like. Be like, oh, I'll only play it on my laptop. The moment I opened it on this computer, it wiped the old saves. It was like, <laughs> yep, that's that is definitely an epic issue because yeah. it's something in their cloud saves that are just screwing you. That's yeah, awful. yeah. But I will say, I did play some Torchlight Three um, today. Okay, uh, that's already out. It's early access still right now. Okay, uh, I'd played it on stream about two weeks, three weeks ago for their first uh -huh. early access drop, and uh, it had its issues um <laughs> like you could you could level but as you tried to quest once you got to a certain point it would kick the quest back to being a level one quest so then you were a level 10 person restarting the level one quest all over again every time so i was like oh wait for them like to fix it before i played again and now that it's fixed it's great <laughs> you can actually there's, get past this one point you know there's some number in some code somewhere that's getting it to loop like when you hit a certain level and then that's it. It yeah. just does that forever It would just kick now. you back to the like starter dock yeah. and like the starter animation and everything and be like, oh, welcome so to the game. And just be like, like geared as level 10, just like. You're like, hang on. <laughs> but, First two times I'm doing that, I'm like, that's on purpose, right? They're like, it's mm -hmm. time skipping or something. Yeah. I will say though, if you are an animal lover and an ARPG lover, definitely get it because there is a massive amount of pets that you can acquire in that game. Yeah. And it's really cute. I have a Torchlight's one of the games that I, I think it's ended up in my Steam library from various Steam sales. And then I have never installed or played them, but I was like, oh man, this looks cool. I loved Diablo 2 when I was younger. This looks like more of that stuff and yeah. then just never get to do it. This one, the third one, uh, this, there was a uh, main hub team, the first and second one. And then that team dissipated. Uh, and so this team making this one is, I would say like half of the original like writers and some creative. And then the rest of them are all Diablo 2 people. So oh. it's very Diablo 2 and how it like plays and stuff like that, which is cool. So huh. I would say check it out. A lot of people like look back to D2 and go, ah, yes, that is the ideal ARPG looter game. That's what we yeah. need. And yeah, you just. Yeah, I just watched that. some broadcasts. We were like, we all like Diablo. And some of us worked on Torchlight. So we made a Torchlight <laughs> game, you know? Nice. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, I dig that. Yeah. That's really cool. Excellent. <clears throat> Last and certainly not least, Miss Melavath. We were discussing recently, Chad, if you haven't seen, Mally has uh, redone some more emotes, lots of them tongue-related. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know how you feel about tongues, but if you've got a Malaveth emote, you should spam that in the chat right now because I think they're hilarious. Uh, yeah, that one. That's the one which is mostly tongue. <laughs> it's a lot. I saw that on the tweet and I was like, this is the best. There's a, oh, you can put it next to the butt one. Oh, or a cat. Or another face? 
This is... There's a lot of good uses for this, I think. I'll... Yeah. No, I like this. This is good. This is good. Do you have more emotes that you're redoing, or, or is this kind of like your, your stopping point for the, the rework? I got more. I'm trying to redo all of them. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay, and then sure. I got to do like the tier two and three ones. Not that anybody's going to really use those. I just feel like I have it's, slots You got to do it fill. though, right? Yeah, yeah, they're available. Yeah. You got to use them. They're <laughs> just sitting there. Maybe we could, God, like, I, rotate some out or something. I, I honestly wish they would just nix the tier two and three emotes and just put them in the regular pile and just let everyone have them, please. We gotta do oh, something else with two and three, I think. gracious. Yeah, I don't... Or make them, make them animated or something, right? Like, yeah. put allow the animated ones. I don't know, man. There's gotta be something that's better for that, but hey. Uh, I saw you were looking at arms respectfully. Uh, on your Odyssey playthrough. So, how respectful were you? And did you touch them arms, though? So respectful. <laughs> I'm just trying to do good by her. Uh-huh, yes. She's worth everything, that Cassandra. She's great. She deserves the world. Also, her arms are out all the time, and I like that. <laughs> yeah. It's nice. Just always arms. Does she ever wear armor on her arms? Not that I've no. seen, just no, like just, gauntlets just, and... Yeah, okay, so you got bracers and then just open arms action. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. lots of like that's good stuff. these ones, whatever those yeah. ones are. Uh, yeah. I don't know. You got pauldrons here. What goes on the those like, muscles. these muscles? Wait, oh, on your sh on the shoulder or on the bicep? I can't yeah, tell what you're pointing one, at, it's the right bicep. below your camera. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know what you're pointing at, it's, it's a little bit too low. Gotcha. It's got awesome. veins. It's great. Got veins? Yeah, it's got like the big arm veins. vein. It's really Love. good. Ugh. As one of the, like, I don't have a big arm vein, but it's very prominent. So whenever I go give blood, I just present this one because it is, I, it might be half an inch in diameter. And I'm like, please, this is the one that you need. Just go for that. It's, yes. So you should tell Cassandra to donate blood because I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure they need it in that game. There's a lot of like, Blood and killing people and yeah. I mean it is a, an Assassin's Creed game. So. I don't even know who I'm killing. There's just like a list on the board, <laughs> and they're like, "Kill this guy," and you're just supposed to be like, "Okay." There's a list on the board. Yeah, somebody's like, "Hey, I want this guy to be dead," and so you just and you just do that. You so you're a hitman. You're not necessarily you're just a, a hired killer. You're not necessarily like the assassin yeah. from the Assassin's Creed, where you like work for the assassins. I don't There's know like who story I'm supposed lore, to be or plot there somewhere. I don't know. That's, huh? It's yes. morally ambiguous. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're operating in a very large gray area here. Okay, and we're just gonna stay inside of that. And if they were good or if they were bad, I, who am I to judge? They're just dead now, and that's you know for the gods to judge, I suppose, right? You that's... were gonna get them. Somebody else would have, and then you'd be out yeah. money. So. Or the diseases, right? The plague, that would probably happen at some point, and they would also end up dead. Probably. Tough scene back then, you know what I mean? Like, no, like, running water's an issue, no electricity, internet doesn't exist. What would you do? What, what kind of existence is, what do I like, farm? Oh, man, I'm not, I'm not built for farming. Run around, kill people, I guess. I guess that is the solution. If you're gonna make money, again, Gray area, very large. <laughs> Be inside that. <laughs> Any other plans currently, Malaveth? 
for yeah. life or stream for anything else? I do want to buy Ooblets. I just got to finish other games first, because if so I I'm, start Ooblets... So it's pointing to everyone on my screen right now. So I'm saying is exactly like going through on Animal Crossing, and I'm just going to be like, mm, yes, Ooblets. Ooblets, this is a cool game. Mm, very cute, yes. I'll just ask you every week about it. It makes it very easy. And then about week four of us doing this, I'll say you can't talk about Ooblets, and you have to pick something else to do. There you go. So, um, <clears throat> do you guys want to play Dungeons and Dragons at all today, or you just want to like chill for a little bit? You just want to like sit around? Oh, 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 the Dungeons and Dragons thing. Okay, yeah. All right, let's do that. Uh, so let's roll for uh for recap, shall we? Mm, yes. Hmm. Roll me a nice one d twenty, and whoever gets the closest number to mine. <clears throat> oh wow, you guys rolled really quickly today. Pez with a natural one. Dagonet with a two. Lucky with a 14 and Eli with a 16. We have a nice array here. My die roll is gonna take forever apparently. I have a three! All right, uh, Pez and Dagonet, pick a number. Uh, actually Pez, pick one or two. One. It's two! It looks like Dagonet is going to do our little recap for us today. So please Dagonet, what happened last week on Diefall Alderheart? Well, it was uh, our last few days at uh, the AVM, and uh, you know, I I took to to resting. Uh, you know, my my little uh, wobbly legs needed a much needed break. Uh, Eli uh, helped uh, Oswald and uh, the rest of the staff uh, to in the research to uh, see what uh, could be done about uh, the thing that we need to fight. And, you know, they they were successful in that uh, there is uh, this item that we need to, to get. And then uh, they kind of know that there is this conjuration uh, circle that uh, we have to go to. I'm not one with magic, uh, but uh, someone will make sense of it. Uh, Pez wanted a new instrument, uh, so uh, her and, and Loki uh, decided to go back uh, down uh, below the library, and uh, you know they they got some some bones, but uh, they decided to uh, uh, investigate uh, the the desk of uh, of uh, Oswald, and uh, unfortunately that did not uh, go too well. Uh, they got the desk open. Uh, Unfortunately, it opened by exploding in the in their faces. Uh, you know that uh, they were pretty hurt by that, so uh, they had to spend a few more days in uh, in the infirmary. Uh, but uh, they they recovered, uh, uh, got some new shiny uh, uh, things for for them to use. Uh, but finally, we were able to leave uh, the avium, uh, thankfully. Uh, luckily, it uh, was a uh, much uh, nicer uh journey back to all the hearts uh you know no no pro no problems uh the Persian guard seems to be doing a, a much more thorough job of uh uh keeping a watch of uh, the wood uh, when we got to all it looks like the refugee uh camp is coming along uh, quite nicely with nice built uh built homes uh you know we went to the council and uh you know, uh, got on the same page uh, with them. Uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, Oswald and the 
one of the council leaders or their brothers uh, there's something going on on there a little family rift uh, maybe and uh you know, we're, we're back in back in town to uh, see this uh, friend of Oswald uh, uh, this year, and uh, yeah, that is. Uh, I think that is where we are at now. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Oswald's friend, or Oddwald's friend, uh, the seer. Her name is Susan, and you will be meeting her at some point in time in today's episode, which is lovely. Susan is a lovely, lovely lady. Uh, I actually like her a whole heck of a lot. So. This is where we, we find ourselves. I think we ended uh, last week. Uh, uh, Lucky went and visited Eliza and basically just let her know that they're in town and wanted to check in and things like that. Uh, the rest of the party was... Or, uh, Dagonet and Eli went to go see the council. Uh, they met <clears throat> with one of the council members who turns out it's Oddwald's brother. And Pez went to go visit her parents and... Uh, I guess we figure out where everyone ended up for the the evening, right? Like, I think that's the first step. You guys went and got a room over at the Half Full Cup, and uh, <clears throat> the owner was conspicuously missing, but their daughter was there to uh, take care of you all uh, very successfully, I hope. And um, you guys were able to to at least find a place to rest. So... Uh, after leaving Eliza's Lucky, where do you do you just return back to the the rooms that you guys had gotten, or to to wait, or grab a drink somewhere? What's your what's Lucky's plan with the rest of the evening here? Uh, okay, let me think. Correct me if I'm wrong. We discussed in character that I would go to the half full cup. Correct. Uh, I believe so. That's where you guys had gotten rooms. Yeah. Um, I remember so we I didn't split, know if we were just but I can't remember deep. if we talked about we were going before we split or what. I don't think it was entirely decided on when everyone was meeting back up after whatever errands they were running. Or, uh, but I, this is absolutely one of those things where we're like, oh, and you guys have a conversation okay. because you're, you know, you're people and you talk about things before you just go run off <laughs> and do them, right? Like Pez isn't just gonna run off to the Bows neighborhood, go see her parents without saying, I'm going to go see my parents. I'll be back later tonight, or I'm going to stay with them, right? Like, yeah. that's not, you know, your friends. You've been traveling on the road for weeks now, so. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, so you just tell me. What do you think, where do you think you would, you would, would you stop somewhere else, or would you go back? What's your The deal? only reason I would have gone anywhere else was to meet with them at their location, so let them know that mm -hmm. I did get a room at the Apple Cup. But if they assume that we already... If I've gotten one, then I would go back to the half-full cup and just, like... Let's, yeah, let's say that, like, you stopped outside the half-full cup when you guys split up, and you're like, hey, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go get us rooms, yeah. you guys go do the thing, meet me back here, and we'll just cool. say that's the that's the deal that happened there. Yeah, so, I mean, because I'm just gonna go back there, and realistically, he just wants to, like, like grab a tiny, like, pint and just kind of, like, mm -hmm. eavesdrop on what's been happening around you know, older hearts since we've been gone based on any chatter from the variety of, because yeah, the Half Full yeah. Cup isn't like full refugee. It's like kind of mm. middle of the bar and it's crew. So exactly. it'd be interesting to hear what all their stories would be. Yeah, the Half Full Cup is patroned um, by some paying customers like you. A lot of these rooms are very, very full here. Um, but it all is also full of, of uh, it does have refugees as well. Remember when you guys arrived originally in Alderheart, they weren't taking refugees here, and you had spent some time trying to convince them to do that, and it took the council themselves actually mandating a lot of these inns, accepting uh, people to do so. 
Um, at one point in time, before the uh, the new neighborhood was built in the roots, uh, this place was very full. You remember seeing that there were refugees on one of your returns from the trips that were actually sleeping out in the, the common areas themselves. They had pallets and cots out. Uh, there was... Um, a woman that was that you guys had staying there with their child and stuff like that. There was there was a whole thing uh, going on there before the Roots neighborhood was really getting up and running. That seems to have calmed down a little bit. They're definitely still very busy, and a lot of it is because they have very many paying customers utilizing the rooms, similar to how you are, yeah. basically just stacking them full. Uh, so there's there's a lot of people that are hanging out here. Yeah. Um. So you get your you get your gerbine sized cup, right? Uh, it's a busy, I'm gonna call it a busy night. Uh, the shops are closed now, right? Uh, so you've got people that are coming in from the shops after a long day of work, trying to grab a drink, relax a little bit, maybe get a meal. Um, but you also have people that are staying there and they're coming in for the evening if they've been working on something or if they've been out helping the perch guard in any way. That seems to be a very popular thing these days to basically have the perch guard pay for your room and board as long as you're helping them either maintain the fires, the peace in Alderheart, uh, or doing various errands and deliveries and, uh, for them around the, the Humblewood itself. So it's their way of having people, you know, maintain some money, do some work, uh, as well as maybe not necessarily be involved in the military aspect of the Perch Guard, or the uh, the humble folk brigade, right? So there's the mm. two branches right now. So there's doing a, there's a lot of people doing a little bit of odds and ends. There's also adventurers in town as well. There's people that have been doing these kind of odds and ends jobs, or used to be bandits of some kind, very similarly to Lucky and Eli, and um, they they're trying to make a living too. So there's there's a, a conglomeration of people that are definitely here at the half full cup. Um, while you're sitting and, and drinking, you basically hear a bunch of these things around you. Um, some are stories uh, about you and your group, about the... There's also rumors about what was found, the uh, the aspect. It seems that um, tenders have returned from the front lines, as it were, of the fires and have reported sighting this enormous aspect, this, this elemental. Um, so now there's a lot of these stories floating around within Alderheart itself. It seems a little bit muted, but some of them speak furtively and a little bit scared. Like, if there is truth to this, it's kind of a really huge deal, right? And people, they may not take tenders super seriously, but, you know, they're trustworthy people, and everyone knows that. So, you definitely hear a couple of those things around. Uh, some people break out into song at some point in the night, and they're, well, they're singing the heroes of, uh, of Alderheart's song <clears throat> that Pez wrote before they left, so that's a nice little touch. Uh, people seem to leave you alone, though. No one approaches you, no one does anything, and roll me a... You know what? Roll me a perception check. Sure. Uh, ah. 22. 22, yeah, so you take a, you know, take a look around the room, and everyone seems to be kind of in groups. There are some solitary drinkers, and they seem, well... As they gaze into their cups, they seem to be soothing something on the inside. Um, but everyone seems to have their own thing going on. You know one person, their eyes seem to linger on you, and you meet them. This is where your perception check comes in. And they give you a slight nod. It seems respectful, and it's like they potentially recognize you. It's uh, It seems to be maybe a middle-aged hedge gentleman. Uh, and they're just sitting at a table with what looks to be 
either their workmates or, or something. They're all dusty from either the road or work. Um, it seems that one recognizes you in some way and just lets you be, but does give you a respectful nod. Like he's just gonna like... Back at him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of gives us the small smile or slight shake of his head and lifts the drink and takes Man. a swig and, you know, and that's, I mean, that's about it. People seem to leave you alone. The innkeeper's daughter has disappeared somewhere else and they have someone tending the bar, uh, a gallus gentleman, and they refill your cup when you want, ask you if you want food and things of that nature. But other than that, you're kind of left well enough alone. I think he'll ask this uh, Gallus Keep to uh, to essentially like have ready some food and drink, maybe for like the mm -hmm. like the rest of the party when they show up. Kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, the keep the kitchen open kind of thing. Maybe yeah. get a, like a couple dinners prepped. Yeah. Yeah, because okay. I don't want that. You know, we. Not, I mean, the rations from you know the AVM are okay. But there's nothing like a good, you know, in meal when we get yeah. back to like the uh, like, oh. the yeah the rations from the avium is it's like having lombus bread. I was right? say, it's probably really from the healthy elves or something and just like, like that. Like... Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, is there anything else that you want to do this evening, or are you gonna wait on your friends here? No, I think I think in general, what uh, Lucky was looking for is to hear that things have still been, in some and anyways, moving forward in a direction that's for all kind within the Elder Heart walls, and that since we left, there wasn't a rift or a divide or any weirdness or whatnot. But that you know, the inns had been taken in refugees, and that mm -hmm. some of them had been you know able to get a little bit of work or trade for pay in with like the. Um, uh, the guard and stuff or the patrol services or the keeping the fires lit and like you know importantly that the recycling food waste system had still been implemented and taken care of you know sure uh, <clears throat> upon everything that you've seen here Alderheart's functioning rather well uh and relatively efficiently for the you know everything happening um it's taken i guess a couple of strong arms from both the heroes and maybe some of the people up at the top to really get it going but it seemed to be, if it, if not for all the people, thriving. There's so many new people here, so many new goods and wares that have been brought, so many new tradespeople, and it's it's crowded. But it's doing okay. <sighs> okay. Well, he just kind of relaxes and like enjoys in like small bit of snacks that he might have ordered for himself and drink, and just wait for everybody to mm -hmm. show back up. Absolutely. Uh, Pez, are you staying the night at your parents' place for this evening, or did you let the party know you were coming back? What was your plan? I think I would have gone back to the inn. I would have okay. maybe stayed for a bit, but yeah, sleep at the inn. Yeah, yeah, so they, they give you a hug goodbye and know that you're in the city and you're gonna go stay with your friends, which is totally fine of them. They try to convince you to, you know, bring all your friends to their house, which you remember is kind of small and out on the limbs and Dagonet's not very comfortable there, but you know, you assure them you'll maybe bring them by for dinner at some point, right? Uh, so that's, yeah, it goes pretty well. Uh, and you guys uh, are able to, you're able to go back to the, the half full cup there. Um, is there any conversations you want to have with Lucky prior to us going to visit Dagonet and Eli here? Um... Ooh, oh, oh, uh, hey, hey, Lucky, hey, 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 hey. 
Should we? Should we? All these shiny rocks? Should we make them into money so we can buy more stuff at some point? You mean like the gems we got and stuff, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I would, I would have made sure that Eli. I'm just a kiss minute, Eli. Ugh, I have two, one too many of these. Uh, that Eliza's place is still there, and I, I told her that we were in town and was making sure she'd be uh, around in the next couple of days, and figured we could go over there and see, you know, if she was willing to make a trade or if she knew anybody who was. She said that times were pretty rough for her right now. There wasn't that many oh. people buying stuff from her, but she's got some great stuff. Have you seen this jacket? That's what I'm saying. Maybe instead of exchanging for coin, we could go and see if we could exchange for items from her. You know, that'd be nice. We could just say hi, because she's great. Yeah, she's pretty great. She offered her room and, well, that one room that we stayed in that one time, but I was kind of glad we already had the space we have now, because it's a, a, a little bit bigger than her space, but she's very nice. It's true. Super sweet. How was the uh, parents? Was it good? Yeah, they're doing great. They are doing some some new entrepreneurial ventures. They're selling their uh, their moonshine. They're Ooh. doing so good. I think oh, sounds really? like getting out there, you know, sharing the love and stuff. It's right. of heavy liquor. I mean, it works. It also makes people crazy. So I mean, I mean love is crazy. It. So. How y'all doing here? Do we have we we got the rooms and everything? We got oh, well, we got a room uh, with I think it was two beds and a couple of pallets. So we're gonna make it work as much as we can. Oddwall is definitely sleeping on the floor. Um, but yeah, you can sleep under the bed. I uh, just, just want to make sure he's sleeping within enough visible space of all of us to keep an eye on him. Now that we're here, so. Oh, that's true. He seems slippery. I don't know about that one, but maybe he seems nice too. I don't know. I'm very bad at reading people. He, he can be really nice, right? He's just trying his best. He's, he's just terrible at everything. Maybe. I mean, I don't know many people who, you know, make their first introduction uh, sending, you know, reanimated corpses of people, but maybe that's just his language, if you're what you're saying is true. Yeah, I guess maybe we could have probably died. I think I, that, that's a good point. Well, yeah, that's true. True. That's just going to take a swig of a drink. Excellent. Think yeah. about um, <clears throat> uh, You note now that there are many eyes on the room uh, aimed at Pez here, and they see them talking to uh, a well-armored uh, Jerbeen with all of their gear. Um so people are taking notice and starting to talk. So, yeah, you note that the uh, the previous hedge guy that had noted you, um, Lucky, that they are kind of gesturing there and it's like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, I'm gonna have to whisper, whisper, whisper. They're probably letting people know who you are, and so it's starting to travel around uh, throughout the, the half full cup right now. Um, okay, anything else that you guys want to accomplish here? We're gonna go visit Dagonet and Eli. We shall go visit Dagonet and Eli. Dagonet and Eli, what do you want to do after the council chamber here? Um, after you guys had exited, you were kind of waiting on uh, on Oddwald to be, I suppose, released to you. Um, it's made pretty clear 
at some point uh, when he when he comes out, and then I'm gonna blank on his name real quick because this is who I am as a person. Oh, Bricio, thank you. All right, Bricio, the brother, uh, comes out at some point and says, uh, "I think it would be best if my brother stays with me." Not that I don't trust you, but we have more things to discuss, and, well... I suppose my- the brother's watchful eye is as good as any. Insight check. Absolutely, go for it. I don't trust anything anymore, you broke me. 20. That's a 20. <laughs> uh, he seems exasperated, ex exhausted more so than he's been putting on he always walks around very straight back straight laced the robes always look pristine but you start noting things while looking at him that like he's got like his feathers are a little ruffled around his cheeks he looks like he's probably not been sleeping well and he look he just looks tired but nothing in his voice or his the way that he's you know talking to you tells you that he's lying about watching his brother, it seems like he genuinely just wants to talk more to him. Alright. Yeah, um... Shall we link up at some point tomorrow, then? I guess we'll just, uh... Yes, in the morning you can meet him, uh, let's just say outside here, and, uh... You can be about your business. Alright. A well, good evening, then. You as well. You are uh, left there in the uh, the council uh, antechamber. So uh, whatever you'd like to do. Well, uh, I don't know about you, but the half full cup sounds pretty good right now. Uh, I would uh, I would definitely uh, agree. Uh, I'm a little relieved that. Uh... He's taking him off our, our hands. It's one last thing I have to uh, worry about tonight. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, I would uh, definitely in, uh, enjoy uh, a drink uh, back, at the, back at the inn. All right. Well, I suppose we'll mosey on over there, hopefully. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? Lucky and Pez stole out of the trash this time. Oh, that's... I don't dare to guess with those ones. Uh, <laughs> it would hurt my head too much. Yeah. <laughs> it's some sort of proverb that isn't coming to mind right now about uh, trying to predict the unpredictable and what a fool's errand it is. And maybe that's the proverb. Maybe I'm a prophet after all. <laughs> well, all right. uh, they are young, yeah. It, uh, it is uh, the time to uh, get up to all the, the antics. Uh. Yeah. All right. Let's go see what they're up to. All right. So you guys head back on to the half full cup. Uh, you enter to find that uh, Pez is fielding many a quill pen and random sheets of parchment paper for uh, autographs. Um, though there are some that are approaching Lucky as well, maybe a little bit more sheepishly, uh, about it, but they're like, 
Uh, I, I really like how you've uh, saved Alderheart a couple of times, and uh, my mates would really like to know that I got to meet you. And I feel like uh, he would start giving out a couple of signatures, but once it got to his threshold, he's like, hey, I only do spit handshakes now, so unless you're down with that, uh, it's nice to meet you. Some of the more dusty folk uh, are way down for that. And uh, you are given many a spit handshake because now you've locked yourself into this. Uh, yeah, that happens. <laughs> oh, well, they put her there. <laughs> I'll buy you a drink too, right? And uh, uh, lots of drinks are placed in front of you, both Pez and Lucky, as the bar begins to really recognize who these people are. Um, so this is what you enter into, Dagonet and Eli, and it is really clear who Dagonet is in their full armor regalia, walking in, spear in hand, big old shield plumed helmet. Everyone turns, and then there's a big, ah! And there's a lot of rounds of drinks that are served in the evening. You are eventually able to shoulder your way to the portion of the bar that Pez and Lucky are at. Um, but many people are trying to talk to and or, you know, get Pez to sing a song or buy you drinks or... You're very popular right now. The heroes are so in this year. Well, that's different. How does the uh, interim innkeep look right now? You're just like rolling in cash, like just duck trying <laughs> to keep up. Because now that people are buying drinks, not just for you, they're buying them for each other and mostly of like celebration of being alive, right? It's turned into a party now. So everyone's getting new drinks. And those that were even sullen have, you know, kind of perked up and are looking around and some have come up to the bar and are talking to other people and it's getting to be a thing. Um, the barkeep is keeping up for the moment. Uh, we'll see if that changes at any point in time, but as of right now, he's doing okay and he's getting all the tips, especially off the bar as quickly as possible before their palms are pawed by someone else. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's going. Some of the harder stuff does make its way down the bar, so it is up to you guys if whether or not you're going to end up partaking in that, but people are seeming, they seem happy. This is, it's, it's a nice occasion to have the, the, the celebrity heroes here, and it's something that they're going to be happy to tell their families and their friends about uh, in the days to come. I feel like Lucky definitely partakes, just the fact that, like, I'm not in the avium anymore, and this is really nice that everybody is actually recognizing us and giving a right patoot about it instead of them just being snooty. So he's just like, mm -hmm. eh, thanks, uh, thanks, man, cheers, thanks, man. And probably in the long run of time is now trying to ask Pez to sing too with the crowd. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, you want to, what about the one? About, uh, what about the one about the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, do you tell them about the new ones though? I feel like Lucky Cause... definitely drops it at some point. Like, oh, yeah, like there's some new stuff. Yeah. There's some new material. Our adventure at the Avium, right? Has yeah. had a drink or two. 
She's sure. gonna pretend that, like, oh, geez, well, I don't know if I'm gonna perform tonight as uh -huh. she's taking her instruments out. Uh-huh. Clearing <laughs> the stage of all the other tables and things that were just kind of up there. There's a space that is quickly created for you as you you sidle on up. Oh, no, not me. Oh, no. Yeah. You just yes. gotta give the people what they want. Absolutely. Um... Okay, so you want to perform for the people. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely able to do so. You've had a couple of drinks, but that's never stopped you in the past. So roll me a performance check. Let's see how it goes. Okay. Um, good button. Performance. 18. An 18. It is the best thing that a lot of these people have heard ever. And it is, for some of them, the best thing they've heard in a long time, depending on, you know, how much music they have in their lives. Um, an 18 is is very good. And I, and I like to to mention this for a lot of people. They're like, oh, it's not a natural 20. Oh, it's not that good or whatever. Because you've had 27s in the past before. What you have to take into account is that a trained musician average is a 10. That is bang on average. You are eight levels above that currently playing this for these people so that's that's how you observe those kinds of things especially for workers and, and people that are just trying to get a drink at a you know a bar uh, in the kind of center section uh, of Alderheart here it goes really well do you play the the new material too yeah we're gonna start with the classics you know get them into it right and then yeah. we're gonna transition right. into the experimental stuff heroes of Alderheart, the first part about you know benesaradin and all that stuff and the slimes and things that's all it's all in the beginning it's all in the beginning and then you launch into like you're at hogwarts and stuff <laughs> over at the avium and the dark magics of the necromancer and yeah that's good stuff it's good stuff how do you how do you put into song how the end of the necromancer thing happened do you say you defeated them? Do you say that you are now friends with them? How? What is the tone of the ending of that? Uh, okay, so we're super awesome and we got all the bones and it's kind of like a spooky sounding thing, right? Because I'm playing it with actual bones. They don't have to know they're actual bones, so you can just be- Right, I forgot you have your bones, bones of phone. You're, you're, yes, exactly. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I think something along the lines of we bested them sort of mm, thing. Okay, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Very like ambiguous it. gray area. Yeah. And they'll take it however they want, right? Yeah. 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 I think more, more people are interested in like, oh, you defeated the monster and the stuff. And yeah, yeah. That's a big You guys do know some thing. curious eyes are glancing at the bone xylophone, but no one really uh, takes too much of a closer look at that. It's an instrument that they've not seen before. That's cool. Yeah, it goes well. The party continues. Uh, Eli, what do you what do you do with your time here at the bar? I think Eli just uh, kind of enjoys himself and looks on his friends proudly because he feels like they deserve it. Proud dad moment. Yeah. Look at my kids getting the recognition they deserve. Brings a tear yeah. to this hedge's eye. I love it. I love it. Perfect. Uh, and Dagonet, a lot of people are very interested in your armor and where you got it commissioned and how cool it is and all that stuff. But how do you how do you spend your time? You're more I know you're more of a reserved. Uh, I, I want to say owl, but strig. Jeez, why is that my default? <laughs> uh, he would. He's definitely probably taking every other drink that's handed to him. Yeah. Uh, he's definitely not shying away once one drink is done to to take the next. 
but he's kind of like as people are coming to him if they wanted to like fawn over him he's kind of just like guidely like gently guiding them to the others like, oh, oh sure here, yeah uh, yes the heroes of alderheart <laughs> over this way yeah yeah he's That's not good. used to the the fame part but he'll take the free beer yes right absolutely a nice foaming mug i'll take that too um the night goes on for a while. Who stays? Does there, anyone stay up for the whole thing? Or you guys try to retire to the room? Dag will probably try and slip out. Not too late. He, he needs his sleep. Yeah. It's hard for Dagonet to slip out anywhere, much less a crowded bar that's interested in them. Uh... Especially wearing a ton of shiny armor, but you are able to shoulder your way through as a rather large lad. Again, heavily armed and armored. Uh, hey, at this point, most like the Dagonet armor thing is like you're like a shining walking legend in all their heart right now. It's very nice. So they kind of you know part the way for you. It's it's good. It's very very good. But uh, you do make your way upstairs to the room indicated by Lucky, and uh, it's cramped. It's gonna be a tight fit, but there is at least a bed and or pallet for everyone to sleep on. I imagine he takes the closest one to the door, so he's not, like, trying to, like, climb or maneuver his way to the back of the room. The, the best part about that is it puts you directly in the way of the door, so if you're the first one there and you, like, take off all of your armor and stack it up in front of a corner here, it takes, like, ten minutes to get that stuff off, and you just lay down, like, your your little claws are, like, right where the door opens up, where it, like, hits your, your outside claw as it opens. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good spot. It's a good spot. So you like, tuck your, tuck your claws up underneath you for a little bit and see, see if you can't get your friends in. Um, Lucky, you were there for the, from the beginning. How, how late do you stay up? Uh, I think as long as people are, uh showering lucky and pez and eli but mostly lucky with uh admiration he's gonna soak it up so yeah. if this goes on to the wee hours of the morning he's just <laughs> the whole time yeah just, absolutely you know. <laughs> and it does it absolutely does and even after pez's songs and stuff people gather around they want to hear like the stories of things that you've done and have it told and Eli's very practiced at telling stories. He just happens to tell stories more of a religious nature, but now he gets to practice about telling his heroic stories as well. Um, and yeah, and I, I, I like to imagine Eli tells a story and Pez is playing like some backing bone xylophone slash aulo stuff. And, he's, you know, at the right moments, the right for a showdown. And it, oh, yeah, yes, very good. But it, it does. And it goes on to the wee hours of the morning. And by the end of it, if you had been drinking the entire the way, you are sufficiently intoxicated and ready to sleep. Um, people do leave you alone at some point. Some of them collapsing into their own cups at the bar or at tables or elsewhere. The innkeeper kind of just shakes their head and he leaves them there. He begins cleaning up the bar area as more people start filtering out. With more handshakes as they leave and more thank yous for the work that you've done eventually... The half-full cup does indeed fall silent. And you are able to make your way up to the room where you open the door and you hear a... 
as the door is open directly into the ankle of one Dagonet. <laughs> Oop, sorry there, buddy. Tight fit, the, huh? It is a climb around, a climb around is fine. Yeah, yeah. Just we're just gonna be. Yeah, come on, lucky Pez. Just uh, careful. Oh wait, the oh, helmet's right there. Oh, oh, that was my kidney. Okay, not the helmet. Oh, okay. Eventually, you're able to hop, skip, and or jump, stumble, whatever, stub toes against Dagonet and their armor. <laughs> so you can make your way to the beds and finally catch some shut-eye. Um, I assume you all f- sleep rather well, despite maybe the cramped conditions. Being intoxicated will do that for you sometimes. Uh, and you're able to wake up, luckily, with your heroic-like constitutions. Uh, sans hangovers and ready to face the day ahead of you. This is how real celebrations go, you know. You were you you kept up with the water, you know. You you had uh, maybe some electrolytes added and a meal as well. Yeah, you're able to keep up. It's all good, all good. So it's the morning now. What do you guys want to do with your day? Uh, you have a couple of options if you'd like them presented to you. Obviously, you can go meet up with Oddwald, and you can go visit the Seer Susan. Uh, you'd also still have some downtime while being in Elderheart if you want to visit shops or figure out anything else that's happening here. Um, you've got your that's like your side quest shopping right now, or you can go with your main quest visiting Susan the Seer. So, uh, what would you guys like to do with your your morning here? I would like to go see Eliza and say, oh, what happened? Okay, okay, yep. I would think that Lucky relates to you guys at some point in time, either during the evening or during in the morning. Uh, the vi- A visit with Eliza and uh, how that went. Um, yeah. And it's fine. She knows that you guys are alive, which is really good. So you guys head on over to the market district to find... Uh, Eliza. Eliza's shop is open. Uh, it's ready for business, and they are inside. Seems to be putting some stuff up, you know, tidying a little bit. Uh, knock, knock. Oh, my stars. And, of course, Eli, you get a very big, yet very careful hug from Eliza, trying to avoid all of your spiny goodness on the back there. Um... But they're excited to see you, and they then wrap up Pez and Dagonet in turn with big old hugs. Hugging Lucky again for good measure, because obviously. Uh, and you guys are allowed inside the uh, the shop here. And you note that the shelves are relatively full of things. Well, how you been? How's business? Oh, well, like I was telling Lucky last night, uh, the people here aren't necessarily looking to bomb magical things or trinkets or anything else of that nature and uh, well it's a little rough going at the moment but you know the place is paid off so I don't really have to worry about that kind of overhead and so I'm just every once in a while a sale comes through but mostly just bored well uh, have you considered I don't know having like a more general store area of the shop i mean you could still specialize in magical oddities but 
maybe something I, to draw people in. I do a little bit of the odds and ends and general storing, but... She gestures out the window right across the street where it says General Store in big letters right across the way. Competition's rather fierce. Ah. Uh. You thought about adding one of them there espresso machines on your counter? Oh, you mean like turn this place into a little cafe too? Yeah, I mean, it seemed pretty popular. I mean, we saw we saw it at the, uh, all the way at the Avium. Well, you know, I've been practicing my bacon. I got nothing much else to do and... Got an oven I'm not using too much of otherwise, and... Yeah, I mean, you could throw up some of them, uh, like, picnic tables off front, you know, make sure they don't, you know, grumble fingers and then touch the merchandise, but, you All know, right. have a little cafe up front. And cafe and... Uh. Tied in with magical-looking specialty drinks, you know? Some of those edible shiny things and some, I don't know, creams Ooh, and, and cake pops. Cake pops, too. They're great. What is a cake pop? It's, uh, when you take the cake slice and just put it on a stick so you can eat it easily. It's pretty great. Just, it's, it's cake on a stick? Yeah, the but... Sticks could be like wands? Ooh, yeah, like a one-use one small, like, uh, <laughs> spell wand. Piz, yeah. I don't know if you know too much about wands, but wands are incredibly valuable in any way, shape, and form. Well, they don't have to be real magical wands, or they oh. they could be. I mean, that could just be an added bonus, like, hey, buy a wand, get a pop, you know? But, like, maybe kinda... just, like, a little mini carved designy twiggy thing that looks like maybe a wand, sort of. Well, I don't necessarily have any that aren't real, and... What if someone was accidentally to cast one of those? That could end up real terrible, Lackman. <laughs> well, if you have any uh, spare wood from when we are putting up uh, the shelves uh, left, I could probably uh, whittle a few uh, little carved sticks oh, that uh, could be useful, you, such a thing. Do you really think you have time for all that? Well, we've got time here, here and there, and... Uh, if I've got some on me, uh, you know, at uh, night while uh, we have uh, dinner, I could uh, whittle up a few here and there, and by the time, you know, I'm back, I have a, a whole bag for you. Well, okay, how about how about this? I'll I'll give you what spares I do have. I do have some of the lumber left over. It's uh, under a tarp out back. It's been sitting for a while. I don't know if that makes much of a difference to you and your work, Dagonet, but... I'm liking this espresso my idea. It's getting real popular in these parts. Lots of people trying to do a whole lot of work in a whole little time. And well, uh, how much do you think one of those cost? How much were they that day we got in Pez? Remember, I think it was like like one silver per. Oh, I think for the drink. Oh yeah, but I mean, if you add the extra bits on it, you know, make them shiny and colorful and magical. You can, can charge some more for that. No, I, I meant the machine. Oh, I don't know. I mean, we can, we can ask I around. gotta find a way to make it first. Then I'll figure out how much to charge it. Well, the, uh, we give you some money for some stuff, and then you use that money to buy a machine. What do you mean? You just give me money? In exchange for items in your lovely store. Uh, Buy some things. Ah, okay. All right, all right. Less so an investment, more so you want to take a little look-see. Yeah. All right. Well, Eliza obviously opens her arms to the entirety of her lovely store. What are you looking for in particular, if anything? I have a list. You have a list? I have a list. You do not have a list. I made a list. 
I love it. This is great. <laughs> I, I think every time I you guys go to Eliza's, no one has a list. So this is great. <laughs> just just little stuff. You know, there's a couple little things. I don't know if she'll have it, but there was oil for the lamp. We need some oil for the lamp. Uh, maybe some more health potions if she's got some health potions. Right, health potions. I remember that. Okay, okay. Um, um, what else she got for like magical items? Does she have any snazzy looking items? Just to prove. Uh, you guys got the. Did you get the Alluren boots or no? Okay. Uh, bracers of archery. You got the cloak of strig kind. Uh, efficient quiver. A feather token of a bird. A feather token of a tree. Uh, a figure of wondrous power uh, in the shape of a raven. Uh, a ring of feather falling. Uh, the robe of useful items you already purchased. And a staff of the python is what she has currently available to you that you can find here. An investigation check could reveal more. He's looking, like he's looking around, scratching the top of his head. There are various scrolls and things of magic as well, if you were looking for those. You don't have any hats, do you? My head's been getting hats. a little cold when we've been traveling. I was trying to see Oh, like a warm hat rather than like a brim hat? Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, if it's, if it's a nice hat that might have some extra, you know, juice to it, if you know what I mean. Oh, a hat that does a little extra? Hmm. Well, let's see if we can't find anything here. Sometimes things get a little jumbled up, and it takes me a bit of time to, you know, go find something that says hat. I mean, ah. you never know. It could be stored in the back, dusty a little bit. I don't mind them dusty too. Ah, yes. It does seem that I have a hat that you might be able to make some good use of. It has that little extra something that uh, right. you might you might want. Uh, okay, okay, yep. So this, she pulls out. I think I think in this in the form it is right now, it is a wide brimmed like white woven hat with a big feather in it does it look girly <laughs> a little bit you, got something that would, you know no 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 wait 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 <laughs> i see you got that fine armor on so just uh give me a moment watch this puts it on her head and it changes shape now, I thought you'd be a cowboy hat kind of girl, but okay. This and and you could swear Eli is standing in front of you. How much do you want for the hat? This hat here <laughs> is worth about fifteen hundred gold. Now, friends and family discount that you do normally receive, I believe I take about three hundred off the top for that. Twelve hundred gold. Uh, yeah, the problem is, uh, he, like, pulls out his little, like, box with his little gems. Yeah. Okay, here's this. All right, here's this. Uh, how about I give you about 900 gold worth of gems in this beautiful box? Beautiful, straight from the avian. And then I'll do all your investigating on the espresso machine for you. I know you're busy here, 
I don't mind visiting other shops in the area and asking them if they have any old machines, maybe that they want to sell at a discount. You know, I can look. Mm. I can look into it for you. Do a little, a little heavy lifting. You know. Honestly, that might be worth. A... Yeah. Yeah. All right. And with the box too, you say it's from the avium. Yes. Yeah, uh, do you from know the what avium. was in? Do you know what was inside of it? Is um, it magic or trapped? It, it was, there was a magic item inside of it. Uh, he like, I have also over Pez. I think it was some sort of stick. I don't know. It's not mine oh, anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it was a magic stick. Uh, At the avium, a stick. Yeah, I mean, they got a lot of magic stuff there. Yeah, it's a <laughs> Oh, you're, oh, you're just playing with me. Of course it's a wand. <laughs> Jesus. You I, know, you know, I, I jokes. That's... I think that's well worth it. Uh, the gold box and the investigation on the machine. I, I think that's... Well, I think the hat will look rather fetching on you in whatever style you, you're going to pick. So, yeah, you've got yourself a deal. Perfect. All right. He, like, slides the box onto our counter. Oh, I was rubbing a hole in my hip anyways, carrying that. Whew. Big. Yeah, so all the things go onto the counter. <laughs> Please subtract them from your character sheets. And I will add to your pockets one hat of disguise. While wearing this hat, you can use the action to cast disguise self spell from it at will. The hat, <laughs> the spell ends if the hat is removed. It literally just takes an action. You can take whatever disguise self form you would like. Uh, it is an incredibly powerful item in the right and or wrong hands. So... Uh, that's how to disguise it. Uh, oh no, I didn't grab your character sheet, my bad. And I will drop that in there. Okay, uh, is anyone else looking for anything? Does she have any cute fabrics? I kind of want to maybe try to disguise the wand a little bit so it doesn't look like... Too much of a wand? Too much of Oddbolt's wand? <laughs> True, you're going to be traveling with this guy who literally owns this wand. Yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. Um, does she have some fabrics? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, what What do you need? There's some odds and ends. Eliza's a got everything kind of shop. Got some ribbons, maybe put some ribbons on it and then tie a little bell at the bottom, you know? Uh -huh. So it jangles so it when you... Mm -hmm. You are. And uh, for whatever reason, the bell, when it rings, it sounds like dew in the morning. If that had a sound, that is the sound the bell makes. It's like a whole new instrument. So there you go. And yeah, it seems... Roll me a disguise check. Uh, what the heck is that going to be for you? Uh. I want to know how you do this. Or to what capacity this is done. Um, oh my god. You don't have a disguise kit. You have this. Uh, this is going to be... You're going to be trying to deceive Oddwald with this. So this is a deception check. Lucky for you, that is a charisma check. So that's a 10. All right, we'll see how Oddwald does in recognizing the wand he's had for decades. It's wrapped in ribbon. There's no way. Yep, true. 
Also true. Uh, okay. Is there anything else anyone would want from Eliza's shop? Is there anything that costs literally six silver? Because that's all I have. Six silver. I haven't made uh, any money this whole adventure. I just gave it all away. You did give it all away. Um, there is a small token with a ram's head on it that Eliza will part with for you for six silver. Originally, it's a five gold piece token. Oh my god. Fresh discount. <laughs> as far as you know, it doesn't do anything. But Eliza goes, now, it's about as bullheaded as you are, so I think you deserve this token anyway. It's just hand over the silver. All right, all right. Good. I just want to support the shop, but... Soul Hedge uh, don't have uh, much to his name right now. That's <laughs> all right. And she throws it on like a, a leather uh, cord for you. It says, you just wear this then. Yeah, I'll do that. Yep. It's like it just sits on the cord and it's just this this ram's head. Medallion. Yeah, man. Just gotta get rid of this stuff somehow. No one's buying it anyways, right? Like what? Who's I'm gonna come trying to help. And just buy this Ram's Head token. It's been sitting here since episode one. So you know we're gonna just get get rid of it now. It's fine. But yeah, it's a really dope medallion. Everything must go. When it starts, when it starts making goat noises, when magic things are near, that's when we know we've really hit Witcher status. We're like, mm, place of power must be. And then we'll just uh, move on from there. <laughs> <laughs> This is small. <laughs> is there anything else you guys want from Eliza's shop? Deep discounts today. Deep. How much would three healing potions be roughly? Right. Uh, let me check healing potions again. Do you want regular or do you want like the big boys? So you've got potion of healing, uh, which is 50 gold pieces. A potion and that does 2d4 plus two. Hit points. A greater does 4d4 plus 4. Uh, potion minor tier uncommon. 4d4 plus 4, so it's like two of these potions. Yeah, so they'll be about a hundred apiece. They're they're literally double. So. Okay. Um. There is a superior as well, which is double that. So that would be roughly 200 apiece. I think I just have But I don't think she has any of those. Right now, I think I just have five regulars, so maybe some BB boys. Unless, dang it, would you like anything? I have literally so much money. Uh, did you look- Pez is so rich. <laughs> also, did I make any money from the tavern last night? You got paid in drinks. <laughs> okay. Your food was free, the drinks were free. Oh, also, the room was free because Pez told you that you had to play in the evening to cause that. Uh, the, Pez, did you, uh, did you say something? And you hear Dagonet from, like, out back as he's kind of, like, picking out pieces of wood. Going through wood, yeah. Dang There's a nice it. cherry. There's, like, a nice mm -hmm. cherry wood there that you remember putting up some of the shelves with. It's got good grain on it. And he's gonna be, like, picking out pieces and then, like, kind of just loosely chopping them into, like, manageable pieces to, like, tuck into his bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously, as the carpenter you are, you carry a hatchet on you. Very much, very easy as an adventurer for you to just go hack some stuff up. Yep. 
Okay. Uh, so do you want those healing potions? I'm just trying to figure out how much I want to spend on the healing potions because yeah. yes, but also, I mean, Dagonet want anything shiny? Anybody else want anything shiny? Yeah, Dagonet, do you money? want shiny things? Who want wants shiny things? No, I don't, uh, I don't no uh, think I need any uh, shiny. I know I already made you spend uh, a lot on... Uh, got the shield. Uh, or this. Right. Uh, and you look and great. Armor. Oh, that's right. You got the shield and the armor. God, that was the last time we were doing shopping. Holy crap, that was a buy. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, there's... If if Lucky was interested, there's Bracers of Archery in the Efficient Quiver. And some of these figurines are actually really cool if you were looking to use them. But entirely up to you guys what you want to do. I feel like... Uh... I feel like you haven't seen Lucky look at anything other than, like, trying to, like, fit the head. Oh, sure, yeah, just, like, get it. He's just, like, kind of, like, on. ready to go at the door, just, like, with the hat, like, I can't get it. I like it. Uh, what form does the hat take when Lucky gets it on? Oh, my God, if you've seen me over here giggling, you'll know why. Are you ready for this? <laughs> I am absolutely ready. 100% this form. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> Oh no. Okay. Uh <laughs> but like small between the ears. You know, so it's like I'm I'm, try I'm trying to figure <laughs> out how I share this so people can see it. But I I can't. Um Okay. Frick. Click it. the link chat. Leave it for the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, click the link chat. Yeah, sorry. Sorry audio only viewers. <laughs> I'll do a link shortener and put it in the show notes. Something. I don't fucking know. We don't do show notes, but there will be now. <laughs> Save that for because I'm, later. I'm, because I'm happy, though. <laughs> oh, it's good. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you get it on. It looks ridiculous, but you are so happy about it. Great. Cool. Wonderful. Um, okay. It sounds like no one else wants anything. So... Has. What is that what there? You, uh... Uh, what, what is that? What does that quiver do there, Eliza? Oh, the quiver. Okay, hang on. I actually have to look this one up. Is one oh. of the ones I didn't pull up. Oh, jeez. Sorry. Uh, no, 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 no. You're good. You're good. Uh, quiver. Oh no. Where is it? Okay. Efficient Quiver, I believe, is the one that uh, never runs out of arrows and or uh, bolts. It costs 350 gold pieces. Hang on, I'm looking up. This looks to be a typical arrow container capable of holding about 20 arrows, or bolts in your case, if you're going to use your crossbow. Uh, three distinct three distinct portions, each with a non-dimensional space, allowing it to store far more than would normally be possible. Okay. So it can just hold a ton of arrows, javelins, and or bows, spears, staffs, or the like. I'm 
Okay, you have an efficient quiver. This is on a steep discount, it seems. I must have the wrong freaking item. There's no way. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay. The roll 20 companion has it. No, it's the same. Wow. Yeah, you got this for a deal. Excellent. Okay, you have an efficient quiver now. I will put that in your pack, and I'll give you a handout for it, because it's got some, like, rules and things listed on it. Uh, so let me go ahead and make that real quick. Efficient quiver. It's very neat. Three compartments, extra dimensional spaces. Very neat, very neat. Got pockets and compartments? It's got, yeah, it's exactly what you've got your robe with pockets and compartments, and now you've got this quiver with pockets and compartments, which is, uh, just really cool. Give me uh, a put that in your journal, and you can also uh, edit that if you so choose to say what you've got, like, in there. Um, so it's the, the handout is now in your. Uh, on your journal, and then I will put the uh, the efficient quiver on your person. So it's just in your items now. Okay. There you go. I didn't. Re I thought it was just like an endless. No, just it can hold a bunch of stuff. It's just got small pockets of extra dimensional space. That's kind of cool. Very neat. Got to learn a new magic item today. It's got pockets. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, um, the healing potions, still just, interested? Yeah, three of the 100 gold ones. Three of the 100? Okay, yep, so go ahead and mark off uh, 300 GP and put that you have three greater healing potions. Yeah. Check the quiver for money. This is not the same thing as the robe, guys. This one's empty, okay? If you want to stock your quiver, that's going to be a whole different story. Doing money math? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you can hold up to 60 arrows now. So it, it, it would be three gold pieces to fill it. And then there's other stuff that you can put in those pockets too if you want to put other stuff in that those pockets. If you wanted javelins or similar objects or bows, quarterstaffs, or spears, we could talk about those too. But the arrows, you can store 60 of them and it will be three gold pieces if you wanted to fully stock it. I know you have bolts already, um, but if you want to do fully stocked, you can do that. Like to do that. Okay, go ahead and mark that off and you now have 60 crossbow bolts. Or do you want to do a, a, a conglomeration? Because you can do crossbow bolts or arrows if you wanted to stock some for Lucky. I was actually Lucky. Lucky, are you sure you don't? Do you, are you sure you don't want this? Because I'm about to shove a bunch of things in this thing. Uh, is it just a regular quiver? What would? It I fits mean, so many things. One? It could probably fit you in it. It fit at least 700 arrows. If I'm doing the math correctly. I mean, yeah, and then if you, I mean, I don't need 700 arrows immediately, I don't think. I mean, I'm not like rapid fire. 
you know, ranger or anything. Just but, put like 20 uh, arrows on the, the bow when you draw it and then... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to take some training to do. But, uh, does it, you said you could put some other stuff in there? Or is it just arrows? Because uh, I'll oh. store some for you too for your crossbow if you need, you know. Got pockets? Got so many pockets to put other stuff in? It has three pockets, uh, and so... <laughs> seven pockets. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, well, I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't mind, I just replaced my old paper with it, I don't know, it's like, it takes out, there's like probably like strings hanging off of it, and like, it's just been battered and bruised, like mm -hmm. wrapped against like, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't mind using it instead of this one, uh, and if you just need anything, you tell me, I'll put it in there, I guess I'll put it in there, all right, yeah. Yeah, if you want to just put like 10 extra crossbow bolts in there for me, and then, you know, fill it up with the rest of your stuff or whatever. Yes, yeah, 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 sure, you, you got, you got those cross, do you want me to put yours in there? Yeah. I don't yeah, have, yeah. I don't have any on me, I'm just saying. Yeah, not all of them, maybe like, just like 10 or something. Right. Sorry. Safety I, I changed no things midway. No, that's right, sounds good. It looks real but, good on you, though. When it matches your hat, you look fabulous. Thank you. Maybe more people will want, will want my autograph next time we're at the inn. Uh, okay. Yeah. So Lucky is holding the efficient quiver now? Is that what I heard? Yeah. Okay. Let me ask a question. Uh, is this Absolutely. a magic item and the fact that in time I will be attuned to know of the other nope. things that it will hold? Okay, well, never mind. You just know. Oh, okay. It's on a it's on a sheet. Oh, there's like a label in, on the inside. <laughs> yep, yep. There's like a like how to wash like label. Down. Uh huh. Yep. It's got it's got cold and hot on it. Track clean only. I have put it. It is now in both of your journals since you both have stuff inside of it, uh, and you can both edit it as well to show what you have there. Uh, He's like looking in the quiver. He's like like reading label. What the? Did you see where this little hold? Lances, right? Yeah, it'll hold lances, spears, bows. It'll hold spears. He looks at Dagonet. It'll hold spears. Oh, that is some mighty fine craftsmanship, then, if I can hold uh, uh, stuff like that. I mean, if you ever need space, spears, spears, spears. So, yeah. whatever. Mm. All right, it's just very nice. Thank you, thank you, Pez. Do I owe you anything? I got, uh, he like pulls his little pouch open. You got about 12 gold left. Do you want that? Maybe just an espresso and kill all of the things that are coming at me because I don't want to deal with it. I mean, I'll try. I mean, maybe this hat will make it easier for me to like. Get all those bats and stuff. Those fire bats, you know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> starts to like shuffle out all this new stuff just <laughs> yeah you got all this stuff you got your hat on and yeah yes uh anything else you guys want to accomplish here at Eliza's shop no alright excellent excellent that puts us perfectly at our break which is wonderful it seems the shopping portion of this episode is done which means when we come back you gotta go to the main quest I mean I guess you could just leave Alderheart but Susan the Seer is waiting for you, okay? And it would be very rude to not go see them. She would see us leaving and be disappointed. Ah, that's... We're going to go on break now. We'll be right back in about three to five minutes. Thanks for joining us today. Hey guys, once again, thank you for tuning in to Diefall Alderheart episode 25. For those of you asking, 
about the L's in Dagonet Flalo. I believe it is just with the L's, Flalo. But we will uh, we'll ask May when when they get back. Um, thanks for being here tonight. Super duper appreciate it, McGruber. Thanks for the follow. Also appreciate that. If you guys are new here, think about uh, hitting that follow button if you like the uh, the Dungeons and the Dragons stuff. If you want to get caught up on the other Dungeons and Dragons stuff, you can head on over to the YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash Runaway Robot, or you can click the link right there. If you want to listen to all of this stuff in audio format, you can by going to Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud and looking up Diefall, Diefall Dungeons and Dragons, or Diefall Podcast. All of that stuff works. If you happen to do listen to us there, please do follow us on those things and leave comments and reviews. It's the best way to get the word out that we actually do this stuff. Other than that, I think it's been a pretty good day. If you want to really, really want to, and I do love these people, if you want to support us on the Patreon, patreon.com slash diefall. And you can spend a little bit of money, support the cast directly, and apparently I did the wrong command for this. Um, you can get yourself an NPC name, you can ask questions of the cast, you can get exclusive behind-the-scenes post-show shows? Post-show shows? I think that's, that, we'll just call it that. Yeah, it's the post-show. It's pretty cool. And also, in about a week... Uh, the next art piece is being released, which is actually a wonderful piece of the players uh, and their char- their characters all around Eli's magically created Hearthstone. So it's pretty cool. Yes, become one of us. Go take a look at it. If any of that stuff rings true to you, if you like all of those things, think about supporting us and the things that we do here so I can pay this cast for their lovely time and talents. The last thing on my list of announcements, and I will definitely be announcing this again at the end of the show in case anyone misses it, we have a new show coming up. We will be taking Dungeons and Dragons to space using the Dark Matter supplement from Mage Hand Press. We are three-fourths of the way through casting, and I am super-duper excited about it. We will be starting the first week of August, and I hope to see you guys there for it. Dungeons and Dragons in space. It's going to be a heck of a good good time. Jeez, my words are bad today. Good time. A good time. (sighs) I'm gonna go get a snack. Be back in a bit. Welcome back to Diefall Alderheart episode 25. Uh, We finished carousing and drinking, resting, and now shopping. So I think all that leaves on our list is getting the old bad guy and going to visit uh, Susan the Seer. How's that sound? You guys like that idea? Perfect. Uh, Okay, so you guys leave Eliza's shop. We are somewhat tearful goodbyes from Eliza, wishing you well on your journeys ahead, uh, telling you to come visit any time. She gives you all big hugs, obviously. And uh, yeah, you guys go to meet Oddwald. Uh, and his brother, Bricio, the council member, up at the very top of Alderheart in the council... Uh, I forget what the top of that is called. Hang on. I'm going to go look it up now because every time I do this... The council plaza. There we go. I was going to say circle, but plaza is a way better word for this. So, you guys go up. You take one of the many elevators up and down Alderheart to the council plaza. Dagonet, have you gotten any more used to traveling like this in Alderheart, up on these uh, these elevators, as it were? You will still stand, like, 
as far close to the center as he is able to, mm-hmm. as room allows. He's not a fan. People seem to move out of the way for you. Again, large, armed, and armored. They get out of the way. You want to stand in the center? You stand in the center. Uh, but yeah, you guys get up to the top of the council plaza. It is busy. It is bustling. There's things going on. Uh, for those of you guys that don't know or maybe new here, the council plaza houses a couple of things here. All of the judicial, judicial and government buildings for the oversight of Alderheart and Humblewood here. You can also find the, the Birdfold Council Chambers. Uh, there's the courthouse, a gaul, and the perch guard headquarters. They're all arranged in the plaza around this circle here. And there's a, a large statue of a Saraluma in ceremonial robes in the center. But yeah, you guys find uh, up there, Oddwald waiting with Bricio outside at the uh, the statue. And uh, Bricio gives you a small wave and nods. Um, and you head on over. Ah, welcome. Uh, I suppose you're ready then, Oddwald. Please, be on your best behavior while working with them. They've done so much for us here. (laughs) Of course, I would never think of doing anything untoward to the heroes of Alderheart. Again. (laughs) Uh, Good morning. (laughs) Morning, fellas. Well, uh, shall we hit the road then? Yes, uh, I have the location of Susan's uh, tent. Bit of a nomad, she is. Uh, She seems to be in the trunk market. We'll be able to find her rather easily. Lots of green, lots of plants. She's very earthy. Hmm. Well, someone with an affinity for the earth and the wood is, uh... Well, it's exactly what we need right now, so... Right, exactly, exactly. Um, well, shall we proceed then? Of course. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, goodbye, brother. I will see you, I suppose, tonight. Priscio nods. And says, yes, I think it is best that you continue to stay with me here. I can keep a good eye on you. I hope you don't mind, heroes. Uh, not at all that we're sharing uh, custody. No. Gives us a little bit of a break. Yeah. He smiles and says, Ah, yes, I'll give you the weekends then. Hmm. How about every other? If I would, I'd give them to you forever. Hmm. But I would never give you that burden. I appreciate you taking him for the time being as it is. Do you know he used to be so well behaved? Oh. Don't tell them those lies, Bricio! I was always a troublemaker. (laughs) All right. So you guys head down to the trunk market. Oddwald taking the lead again down the elevator into the center of Alderheart. The trunk market, for those that may not remember, it's been a while since we've been here. Uh, It's a hollow space, and it's uh, where a lot of the refugees have come to be, a lot of them working. the begging that was here earlier, Eli, this is where you went down and found the the temple uh, and spent some time there feeding the people that were here. Uh, there's a lot less of that needed. Those food lines still exist, but they're much, much smaller now. Uh, 
Alderheart has figured itself out for the moment on how to deal with this influx of people effectively and healthily. The truck market itself is in the center. There's a bunch of, uh, you know, shops, stores, even buildings with houses and things like that. A lot of the houses are like ab above the shops that are down below. And there's slits all around the edge of the trunk here that act as windows so daylight can come in. So there's a bunch of weird windows all the way around. And it kind of makes this weird, like shadowy, blocky shadows that, that are in the space itself where the lights are. But again, it's easy enough to find Susan's tent. It's big. Green. It's got a bunch of flowers and vines growing all over it, and Oddwald walks up and says, "Well, uh, here we are. Uh, would you like to go first, or should I?" Well, best you, Lee, is uh, you have rapport with uh, the seer, right? Ah, yes, of course. He's an old friend of mine. It's just been quite some time since we've seen each other. Uh, yeah, okay. And as he, like, lifts the tent flap, you can... There's this, like, pungent purple smoke that kind of emanates outwards from it. And you hear this chanting in the background. And, oh, your future is so bright. You will find great success here in Alderheart, working as a... What did you say you were? Uh, yes, carpenter. Yes, they they need a lot of those uh, down in the roots section. You should probably go there. Uh, I know a man there named James, uh, another hedge gentleman. You can find him there any time of day. We'll we'll talk later. Uh, Oddwald. <laughs> she gets up from behind this circular table where she's sitting on this cushion, and as you all pile in to this large tent that. Well, gets a little cramped when everyone's inside here. There's a circular table in the back with a crystal ball atop it. Uh, these pungent uh, aroma candles are all over the place, including some things that are making some smoke and some uh, incense around. Uh, there's lots of cushions everywhere. It seems to be very plush. Um, but there are plants growing around, and you can see where some of the plants from outside or the flowers are originating from pots inside here. Uh, she stands up and she gives Oddwald a huge hug and backs up from him. You can see her like beaming up at him. She's a small hedge woman and I'll, I'll show you what she looks like here. We have a, a lovely little picture of, of Susan the seer. This is Susan the seer. Um, she gives him a big old hug. She's got like all these like little leaves in her spines and things like that. And she backs up and she's like, ah, oh, you look well. This is good. She looks down at the manacles and goes, Oddwald, what did you do? And he goes, <laughs> I, uh, I may have gotten us into a little bit of uh, trouble, and, uh, well, the avium doesn't want me casting magic right now. They don't really trust me so much anymore. <laughs> Oddwald, uh, uh, come in, all of you. Uh, Oh, I recognize a couple of you from some of the stories around, and... Uh, sorry, sir, uh, your time is... It seems to be up. Uh, you'll have to come back at a later time, and we can talk more about your... Your fortune? Yes, okay, okay, goodbye, goodbye! He gets shuffled, I was like, wait, but I paid for, like, 30 more minutes, and... Uh, uh, uh. 
you know, work. It's uh, always calling. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, please, uh, find a place to sit and we shall have a, a talk. Uh, I see. What is it you are here for? And she plops herself back down in this, like, large, plush, purple circular pillow sitting behind uh, the, the table on the far end. <clears throat> well, uh, Susan, uh, I might have done kind of a, a bad thing. There was like a, a voice that was in my head and it kept telling me I could save the wood and right the wrongs of the past of my family. And well, you know the legend about living up to my family's name and someone from the Ebenhart family being the one to save them from the calamity. <laughs> well, I tried and I may have been the one that woke up the aspect. So I tried to fix it. I cobbled together a creature over in the avium and massive and frightful and it was gonna suck all of the energies out of the aspect and then the heroes here came along, found out my plan and stopped it and killed my baby and well now we have a new solution. <laughs> uh, uh, but we're hoping that you can help us Figure it out. Um, we're looking for the Borealis. It's kind of a legend. Uh, the tenders know a lot more about it than I do, but it could be the balancing act that we need for uh, solving our problem here with the, well, the giant aspect of fiery doom. <laughs> what do you think? She's like, kind of like, she's got her hands like this and she's on the table. Hmm. You know, your family always says that you are the troublemaker. It's so interesting that you could be so smart and yet always cause so many issues. Yes, I, I think I can help you here. Uh, the Borealis, you say? Hmm. Well, I have a brew that might help. Uh, Stay here. Uh, she pulls out this like snail shell cauldron and kadunk it all right onto the table. And he's like, ah, give me a moment. <laughs> she walks around to various baskets and grabs some herbs that are hanging from the top of her tent and small desiccated creature she pulls from another basket that's covered. She plops them all into this brew. You note at this moment, popping out from underneath the table, a tiny beetle? She has a tiny beetle familiar. She goes, ah, yes, normal. Uh, please assist me here. Uh, grab that uh, tentacle from over there. Yes. Okay. And the starfish from over there. Yes, starfish. Visions as clear as midsummer's night. <gasps> she mutters this incantation over the brew and seems eventually satisfied with her work. She grabs a ladle from her beetle normal and dips it, portions out a bit of the liquid, blowing it off and... Hmm. As soon as she sips the concoction, her pupils dilate. Her eyes turn black. Those of you that are closest to her, you look into her eyes and they seem to contains stars and constellations. For a moment, Susan seems 
very far away. Then her eyes return to normal, and Susan regains her senses. What a vision! There are so many possible futures, it's so hard to keep track! <sighs> she moves to a small bookshelf behind her. I saw one great power being kept in check by another. A balance of sorts. An endless dance of fire and ice. She pulls a tome from the shelf and rifles through it for a moment. The Borealis wants to be united with the flames. It is barred behind a door of cinders, to which only the tenders have the key. Hmm. To reach it, though, you must find... She rips out a page from this book. This! And she holds it up for you to see. It's an illustration of some kind of plant, a leaf of some sort. Would anyone like to make a survival or nature check to figure out what the heck it is? Yeah, whoever wants to, go ahead and roll them. Wow! Eli with a 25, not natural 20, the 19, and a natural 20 from Lucky, which is a 25. You know exactly what this is. It's a sky leaf. It's a type of leafy vine that grows on the taller trees in Humblewood. I saw in this vision a sprig of the sky leaf. It's the key to accessing the Borealis. The artifact still rests in Humblewood. Somewhere. Beyond this, I am not sure, but I know that you need this. The tenders will know more about the Borealis. It is their legend. And you should visit, visit them at some point in time while you are here. Uh, Skyleaf. Well, it grows on vines uh, in the forest to the northwest. Could probably get there and both Lucky and Eli know this. Yeah, about a three-hour walk from Alderheart to the northwest of here. You've got to go up to the top of the tallest trees in that area. And you guys have, have you, you heard of like these, they're kind of parasitic vines, right? Sometimes they work symbiotically and sometimes they don't absolutely parasitically and they draw the nutrients from the trees themselves. You know this as the sky leaf is a somewhat parasitic plant that attaches itself to the tops of the branches, the very tops of the trees, and steals the sunlight from above the trees themselves. They're not very large plants, but they reach up just farther than the trees can themselves and take the sunlight and also the nutrients from the trees. So those are your sky leaves. And she removes the cauldron, placing it over back to the side, and Normal kind of cuddles up onto her lap where she sits down again. So, uh, this is what I have seen. Uh, is there any other questions or anything I could uh, potentially help you with, or... Uh, I, I don't have much more information than this, though. <clears throat> uh, you said there was uh, quite a few visions you, uh, you had whenever you were, you know, doing your thing, right? Oh, yes, all the potential futures, yes. Uh, how many, if you had to put it into a rough percentage, uh, how many of those futures feature us living? Hang on. I, 
I saw 14,605 different futures. Now you're a busy lady. And then only one were you successful. All right, Doctor Strange, whatever. <laughs> She's a very powerful seer, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's uh, hope hopeful, right? All right. Oh, yes, but you have the key. You know where to go, but you just must be successful at it. There is only one way to solve this problem. And there is only one potential future, and once you do it correctly... <laughs> uh, I, uh, so we're supposed to get the Skyleaf, no problem, been there. Mm-hmm, mm -hmm, <clears throat> mm -hmm. Uh... Did you see any vision of what we're supposed to do with the Skyleaf? Oh, no, uh, the tenders are... Uh, they are the legend holders at the Borealis. I suggest you talk to them. There must be someone there that knows something about it. That was not a part of my vision. I saw the ashen door. It is hidden behind that. The okay. solution, the borealis. But other than that, eh, visions. Okay. Specific. Uh, if you'll allow me one more question, ma'am. Thank mm -hmm. you very much for your time. Yes, I'm sure. It's, of course. I'm sure it's worth a lot of money. Yes. Uh, I'm actually making quite a lot of money here in Alderheart. See, people seem so unsure about their futures, and they come to me. Rightly so. Rightly so. I bought lots of pillows. Uh, in this, uh, future, when we survive, clearly, are we, uh, rich? Oh. I'll be honest, I didn't see past the solution working. It's really just like a big bright light and the sun and there was like a big burst of magic and then all I had was the feeling that you were successful. No. I'm not entirely sure that you survive it, honestly, but you're successful. Oh. Right. Thank, thank you. Mm-hmm. He kind of slumps into his pillow, just... It's very comfortable, and it comforts your uh, apprehension a little bit. Skyleaf. Tender, 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 God. Check. Alright. You guys okay. have anything else you want to ask this lady in her time, you guys? Before we go, I think it's probably... I mean, it's well, only a couple uh, of hours away. Well, if uh, we have to go speak to the the tenders, uh, we might as well uh, get, uh, get going to that. Uh, uh, I think you're very, uh, very much done, uh, you know. Uh, telling us what you could see. Uh, perhaps mm. I could, uh, you know, avoid a little uh, future talk and uh, death and all that uh, in my life uh, at the moment. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, it is a little beyond my uh, comprehension. Uh, so, it kind of like goes to stand up. <clears throat> Shall uh, we, uh, shall we like, go? like he tends to like fold himself out of his pillow. Mm -hmm. It takes some doing, and it almost like sucked you in. I like will offer lucky up. a hand. Yeah, yeah, like haul lucky up. 
Oh, nope. And then he, he like sees Piz's face. Oh yeah, did, did you have a did you have a question? Just don't mind me. I'm trying to. You're doing great. You got this. Uh, real quick, do you know where to find espresso machines on a discount? Espresso machines? Yeah. I've heard a lot of talk about them. In your travels. I, in my travels, I'm not much of a a merchant. I don't really deal much in trade of physical wares, but more of the spiritual one, yeah? This is pretty spiritual. You should try it. I mean, if you like that brew, I'm sure you're gonna like the espresso brew. Just try it out, you know? How many nut size do they put in it? I am not entirely sure what goes into it. Just makes you feel real good afterwards. Hmm. I will investigate uh, one of these drinks, but no, for a machine, I have no idea. You like nut size though. I'm sure you could put some in there. Hmm. Yes, okay. I will take this into consideration. Meat Is there anything else that you guys would like to talk to Susan the Seer about? No, but lucky you'll take out a gold and tipper. Thank you for your, for your Ooh, time. So generous. I mean, it's you said you had to go through quite a few visions to, you know, see everything, so, you know. It was quite a lot. I did it so very quickly. I do appreciate someone who appreciates the art. Thank it's you. It's very efficient. Yep. She gives it to Normal, and Normal disappears with it in his little pincer somewhere in the in the tent. Okay. So you guys get up to leave? Okay. Uh, she gets up, as does Oddwald, and she gives Oddwald another large hug and kind of looks at him and like, oh, Don't be such a stranger now that you're here in Odderhut, huh? We used to be such good friends, Oddwald. And we're so practiced in the art, it was great to have conversations with you. I would love to hear about how you put together the creature. <laughs> yeah, um... I'll see if I can't get Bricio's blessing about visiting on my own sometime. Or if not, you can come up to the old family house, you know? Oh yes, I suppose I could come do that since you are in town. I will check in. I have a couple more customers today, but uh, maybe tomorrow then. She gives him a nod and another hug, and you leave Susan the Seer's tent. All right, party. You've got some info. What would you like to do with it? I wonder if uh, Tever's still with the tenders here. Yes, I was uh, wondering uh, the same thing. Uh, I don't know if he is, uh, if he left with the, the others. Uh. Did they say where they don't really have a uh, a hall or meeting place here? So. But uh, isn't there more in more in town now? I mean, they were standing on the corners when we met them that first time, trying to spread the warning and message. We could always check and see if there's any other tenders. I mean, they're recognizable with their like robes and stuff, right? Mm. So. Maybe just a little yeah. bit of wandering. I don't know. I mean, they were in the they were little... in the lower areas, like the were they in the market when we found them before? Yeah, they were. In, they were in this market, the trunk market. Oh yeah, they were. I mean, we can look around this market while we heal, and we can look for espresso machines while we here too. You know. Mm. So you guys want to do a little bit of investigating for a couple of different things, huh? I love this. This is good. Okay, so who's looking for espresso machines? All right, Lucky and Pez are both looking for espresso machines. Roll me an investigation with advantage from one of you. 
to whoever uh, has the highest investigation. You go, you go ahead. <laughs> He's probably like, uh, uh, yeah, okay, I can 12. A 12. Pez, I think you were able to find someone who might know something about it, but I'm going to need you to make me a persuasion check to get him to tell you about it. Heck yeah. Persuade. 24. A 24. Turns out they're becoming so popular, there is an espresso maker maker that has popped up in the trunk market. An artisan of sorts. Intricate metalworking things. It looks like an old blacksmith is making a lot more money making these machines of various shapes and sizes and is now selling them. Go to there. Yeah, so you want to go to there. Okay. Uh, so while you guys are investigating that, are you splitting up to go talk to them? Or are you going as a group? Are we doing the investigation separately? I just want to know, like, where's my group at? Uh, I think Lucky's backing up Pez on the espresso right? machine. You, you were investigating with them, so that yeah, would make sense. Yeah. I, okay. Um, I imagine. I imagine Eli, Tever. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Eli kind of like seeing what like watches Lucky and and uh, Pez get super excited about like the espresso machine, um, like talking to each other and be like, oh yeah, yeah, it's a guy over there. Like we gotta go run and get him. And just Eli like kind of hands on his hips, like Dad shakes his head, like, uh, all right, well, I suppose. At least one of us should at least stay on task with this. Uh, we'll catch up with them later. Okay. Uh, and we will we will catch up to you guys. I'm gonna let's let's resolve our espresso thing first. So you know you learned that it is a, a. Oh, let's see who would make this. Yeah. Oh, absolutely a mopok. Mopoks are very tinkery. They're very good with their little hands, right? So it's a mopok named Jerry Pebbles. Now, Jerry Pebbles uh, is a blacksmith in the trunk market that has turned his blacksmith shop into kind of a tinkerer's workshop. And he's making these finely intricate uh, metalworks for espresso machines of various shapes and sizes. You're able to, with your persuasion, figure out where that is. Lucky, are you ready? To experience magic? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Just letting you know, though. I mean, keep in mind the uh, space that, uh, that, uh, you know, Eliza. I just have a big place, so, you know, we gotta get him a, get a smallish one if we can, and then we'll haggle him for price. Uh, that. If what? we get a big one, though, people will see it from the street, you know? They'll be like, wowee, there's that shiny machine that spits out the good stuff. It's true. Sign out front, though, too, I guess. Oh, I mean, we could we could definitely, maybe maybe we, maybe she needs, like, a, a bit of a patio, and we could put it in the window, <gasps> and she could serve the espressos out her window, so that way they could see it. You know what I'm saying? Like a, like a window walk-up service for it? How long do you think it would take Dagonair to make a patio? Like 45 minutes, probably? We have that, we have that time. I mean, we got espresso and came back and they were done with bookshelves. So, so I mean, like, yeah, probably. That's are becoming Alderheart the cafe simulator. I <laughs> love it. Oh my 
god, yes. Mally and I live okay. in like like coffee town, so it's like we we're like experienced in like how to get coffee most accurately and mm, most efficiently. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. God, I'm sure we could talk into it. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, talk uh, Dagonet into it, uh, and then talk Eliza into uh, you know the the patio. You know, she'll she'll enjoy that. People aren't sipping that stuff near her magic stuff. You know, yeah. I think so a little extra cash. Yeah. yeah. She might have to hire like another employee. Ooh, it's expanding. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. I don't really know anybody that she could hire in town except for. No, Teva's not really want to be one to be hired, you know. But that's it. Just want you guys to know I'm looking up the price of espresso machines to figure out the gold equivalent that we can look at for how this is gonna work. <laughs> there are twelve hundred dollar espresso machines. Yep. That's insane, man. They kiss it as it's going out. Made her better, yeah. Better make a good <laughs> cup. <laughs> better make a good cup. I'm just like scrolling down through this, and there's all of these various different types. But like, that's an $800 one right there. Holy, it looks great though. Like these are serious <laughs> business ones. Okay, cool. I've got my mental conversion. I'm ready. You want to go talk to the 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 man's what's his name? Jerry Pebbles. Thank you, patrons, by the way, for uh, Jerry Pebbles, one of the submitted names. Uh. Yeah, so Jerry is in his shop, obviously. He's tinkering and bending a piece of tubing. It looks very hot. He's got these glasses on, and he's, they're, they're blocked, right? So he can look at this hot piece of metal as he bends it around the thing with these tongs. He's got this leather apron on. And you uh, approach his shop from behind him, essentially. And you can see some finished works around. It seems that he also does some, like, what looks to be, like, uh, wrought iron, like, artwork too. There's like that around. Uh, and then there's him working on these espresso machines. Uh, excuse us, Mr. Pebbles. Oh, uh, uh, yes. Uh, hang on. Yeah. Uh. Ooh, and you note that like, <laughs> even with his little, his little, ma his Mopak mask across, it's slightly lighter around the eyes than where the soot is on the rest of his body. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, what can I do for? Oh, well, we came here to talk about espresso machines. I just want to point out that art over there. Oh my gosh, huh? do you make that all? You like the pieces, yeah? Oh, yeah, they're wonderful. That uh, is beautiful. You, would you want one? I do not have a home to put them in, but my mother, who is also an no artist, home. you can... Trust me on my eye for art. Oh, I go to uh, art collective. Maybe you, I know. Oh, uh, Renee Pingo. Oh, Pingo kid. Ah, okay, 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 okay. I know your mother. She's very talented. Stuff is great. Uh, your stuff is great. This is great. Well, pick up a piece for her then, yeah? You know, I might just have to do that. Um, uh. yeah, she's got some beautiful, uh, yeah, so, uh, uh do you need a, a glass of water? I, I hear that you have something, uh, in there. Oh, no, no, I just, uh, and, um, just, eyeball on the time, that's all it is. Sometimes when I eyeball things, I have to, oh, <clears throat> about in it. in a that's rush, it. then. You know, ah, yep. No time to make deals, then. Ah, it's unfortunate. I suppose you should just take one of my ready-made espresso machines. 
Well, the thing is, we were looking at espresso machines, but I was saw that art too, and that would pair perfectly with the espresso machine. But any, anyway, how, how much do those go for, those espresso machines? Have you had it? It's delightful, that espresso stuff is great. Ah, don't touch the stuff. It rots your teeth. You just brush them. It's fine. Rots your teeth. You don't have teeth. You don't know. That's true. You yeah. almost had me in a panic there. Yeah. You almost got me. Us humble folk have so many extra things to worry about, you know? And I, I stay away from the stuff, but the machinery. Oh. Steaming the milk, heating the water, getting the little beans just right with the grind. This is all good, and I make all in ones. Amazing. How how much do they go for typically? Oh, uh, depends. Do you want a single cup wonder? Do you want one that does all the things separately? You buy all the things separately, or do you want the deluxe version, the beautiful, make two cup at a time, grind the beans for you, steam the milk at the same time on the side where you can make art within your coffee drinks? You are both a wordsmith and a blacksmith, Mr. Mr. Pebbles. I would tip my hat, but I only have Google. Get the visual, it's fine. What is the price difference between the uh, the mega big big one and the, the slightly smaller version of that one? Well, in our world, it's roughly 400 to $700. So that's a thing. Um, in in Dungeons and Dragons world, they basically equivalate like an amount of gold as a skilled artisan can get while working in a week. So if we calculate that up in a medieval time, you're probably looking at a couple hundred to 300 gold. For the big one, the big, big one? The difference between the two. Oh, okay. How much is yeah. the big, big one? Yeah. Uh, the big, big one, it, if you want the price of it, and if you want it like custom made or whatever, because these aren't just made, right? He makes each of these custom for an order. Um, uh. Yeah, he's not a factory. He's one dude. Uh, so it's probably going to be pretty expensive. You'll probably be in the, like the 600 gold range. And you remember that they were selling each of these cups for like a silver a piece too, right? So they were just like, eventually this thing is a... Uh, it makes a, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, but yeah, it's a, so like, what did I just say? Like 700-ish? 700 700-ish 700 for the 700-ish gold for the big one? For a custom made. Okay. Um, let me chat with our, my partner here. One moment, please. Continue your work. You know, we'll be right back. Oh, yes, of course, of course. Uh, you know, I, my clock is ticking too, so. Try not to waste your time. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we buy a big one? I know it's expensive, but it's Eliza. I mean, we said we were, I mean, uh, they're bringing up a fine one that was cheap. Uh, buy a one for a 700 gold. Yeah, um, yeah, we could just have like free espresso for life then. We just go up there and grab it. How many free espresso equal 700 gold? A lifetime lucky. Like 7,000. Yeah, I, um, did you mention that we were the heroes of all the hot? Do you think you'd give us a heroes of all the hot discount? Oh, he doesn't 
doesn't have to know where the heroes of Alderheart. See, like, uh, Mopak eyebrow above the goggles raise up as it looks over. We get, we, we get the shot from behind, or from the front, where you're behind him, right? He's working on things. You know, raise an eyebrow, and he goes back to working on stuff. <sighs> I mean, I... I he, like pulls, he, like, pulls his little pouch out. He's like, I got 11 gold now, so, uh... I'm honestly just trying to get rid of my money at this point. Somehow, I keep on getting more. Don't tell Lucky that. I mean, uh, <laughs> first of all, if you need a buddy to hang on to some, I'm glad to help, you know. Uh, pockets, but thank you. Secondly, just because you're rich doesn't mean you have to buy things rich, you know what I'm saying? But I want, I want to buy things. Maybe, maybe we can just, maybe we can, we'll just reconvene with Eliza later, maybe, you know, go halvesies. It's it's a deposit on a future business. I don't know if Eliza can necessarily give 350 gold for an espresso machine. It would take a long time to pay that back. You know, it's not... I mean, maybe. uh... Maybe I mean, two, two cups per service is good, but... You know, I don't... I don't know, it's weird. I just... Uh, how big, you know, well, I guess it's custom made, right? So it would be yeah. custom made for her space, right? Yeah. I could get some art, some some beautiful art to go along with it, you know? Ma this guy's, I mean, this guy's a blacksmith, right? Yeah. I wonder if I we like could... I like to be known as an artist more than a blacksmith, but yes, I can do both. Oh, he's got keen hearing. Um... Hi. <laughs> You know how we got Dagonet stuff? I wonder if we could group in... If we pay for it, like, repairs for her stuff or something. Sorry, his stuff. I don't know why I keep saying her today. I keep thinking of Eliza and Dagonet at the same time. My brain keeps crossing the wires. It's weird. Uh, but, you know, Dagonet's uh, armor and shield needs repairs. Uh, since those fights and whatnot with the, uh... <laughs> you know? Yeah, the fights. Yeah. So, uh... Maybe if we can throw those repairs in, that way Dagonet doesn't have to pay for the repairs on the Yama and whatnot, maybe? That's probably pretty smart. I, I guess we, we don't really need an espresso machine right now to deal with the problems at hand. You are so smart, but maybe, maybe we could just mention it to Eliza and then, and then when we come back later, we could, we could possibly look at picking one up or something. I don't know. I don't know. He's like... Lucky's mind. Back to Suzanne being like, oh, I've seen so many of the uh, outcomes yep. and yep. only one, you are successful. Um, maybe um, we don't, I don't know, not saying, you know, we're not going to make it back here or not, but. Uh, Why wouldn't we make it back here? I mean, you know, maybe we just get busy with stuff. Uh, you are always really busy. We should make uh, think about buying a house. I think we should... I think... Uh, I, oh. I would probably rather invest in one now and then give it to Eliza. And that way, when slash if we make it back to Aldehar later, we can check up on a uh, success. You know? 
So whether we want to invest in the smaller one or big one, that's up to you because it's it's your loan to start out with, and then if she'll pay it back, she might pay it back. I don't know, you know. Yeah, yeah. Let me just let me just do some quick math here in my handy dandy brain that I'm using right now. While you're doing that, remember there is that deed to a house in Bracken Mill that Eliza has. If you guys really want to go off the beaten path and get out there in the countryside. There's always that option. <laughs> I kind of just, maybe you just want to, see, you were talking me down, but now you're kind of talking me up. And we, should we just do it? It's, it's, you keep asking me, like, it's a wee thing. It's your money. It feels, we it feels weird telling you what to do with your money, you know? You are my uh, guiding conscience, Lucky. I mean... Uh, yeah. Just try to just try to just try to throw in the deal for the uh, repairs for uh, Dagon A, you know, because I don't want Dagon A to, you know, be like, oh, he went to a blacksmith and he didn't ask anything about my mama. I don't think he would, but you know, he might. Maybe he holds all his resentment inside. He's really nice all the time, you know. He's not really, you know, yeah. kind of reminds me of a dead dead type. But anyways, but maybe you know, uh, yeah, ask ask him that, you know. Uh, but don't but do the do the thing where you go. Uh, seven hundred's a little steep. Uh, we got a friend who's got an armor. You know that kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Who's got armor? Are you <laughs> extorting him now? Oh my goodness! I love it. Welcome to Lucky Land. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. And break. Uh, hey, mm. hey. All right. <laughs> I'll do. Come to a decision then, yeah. Well, we have some some more some more business possibilities opportunities to bring to you. Uh, my our uh, friend Dagonay, also one of the heroes of Alderheart, Dagonay. Have you heard Dagonay? Dagonay's got uh, some armor that might need some repairs. Uh, and 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 we would love to tell all of our other heroine buddies about how it was you that did the repairs and also we would love to purchase an espresso machine at the same time it's like repeat business you know more you're business. looking for a combo deal yeah it seems to be the case from this huh yes looking to make a bit of, okay 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 uh, look around you what do you see many shiny things mm. does any one of those things look like armor no, we don't know much about armor. Hmm. Hmm. Well, let me tell you those who don't know much about armor. None of the things around you are armor. I am not ah. an armorer. I am an artist and occasionally blacksmith for the money on the side. I have no idea how to fix armor plating. Okay. I figured, I figured I'd ask. Thanks for. No, it is okay, but. Being so yeah. Okay. 700 gold for a custom piece made wherever you need. Built specifically for the space. Looks specifically for the space. Make the milk, the coffee, grind the bean. Uh, it's a good uh, price. Pez, Pez, come here, come here, come here, come here. Alright, this is, this is where, this is where we say, oh, we're gonna shop around. And then start to walk away and then see if he goes. No, wait. You know, so let's, uh, let's... What do you think, Pez? Uh, I think maybe if we just walk around a little bit and think about it. Yeah, I think I did see another blacksmith uh, doing a espresso machine. 
you go check out that stool? I mean, possibly. What is the name of the one that does the other one, yeah? We just got back from the avian because we're here to save the world, you know? So, uh, just going by the, my judgment. The world may need saving, <laughs> but, uh, I have to pay bills. I need to go try my head on outside. Lucky, like, huffs out the store. <laughs> Yeah, you're like big, like domed hat at the moment. You walk outside. It makes Lucky much taller than they actually are. What are you gonna do so with that hat? Uh, no, Lucky just needed to go outside to like huff and vent and be like, this guy, oh, okay. This okay. guy with a deal, somehow goes on a deal. Like, people around Lucky are probably just like, is he okay? It's just like, has a 700 gold. He's like, I don't come back and just take one. Lucky just going off about it. It's a good piss. <laughs> this guy knows my mom and I like him, so I'm going to pay him for an espresso machine. You're just going to give it to him? Yeah. Flat out? I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So you pull out 700 gold pieces, which yeah. with, I don't know where you're keeping them. Uh -huh. uh, one of those many magical pockets probably in that robe somewhere. We'll call it magical for time being. Um, and you plop out the sack of 700 gold. Holy! Didn't really think you would have the money on you. We have the heroes oh, of all I suppose you are shiny. Yes, I uh, heard I didn't realize hero paid so well. <laughs> uh, it, it's mostly bars, honestly. You just go to bars and they're just like, hey, here's money. I like bars. Um, So, espresso machine, where am I putting this? I need to see the space to be able to artist it. Yeah, Eliza's Emporium. It's in the in the market Eliza's, area. She's great. Uh, yes, up on the upper market, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear she has lots of magical items. Yeah. Hmm. Bunches of them. They're great. So I... All right. So you are purchasing on behalf of Eliza. This is good. I will uh, visit. On the morrow, I must finish this commission piece here. Uh, I'm on a deadline. But tomorrow morning, I will be over at Eliza's... You show me the space. Eliza, show me the space. Either way, I have all of your money, so I hope you are there. I mean, do you take it now, or sh do we do it like once the you check out the space and the deal is struck? Well, I don't really want you to remove this gold from this place. I have things to pay for, you know, and uh, I, yeah, you could take it back, but I would rather you not. What if I leave? I leave 100 here, and then when we show up tomorrow for the thing, uh, then then we do the numbers and sign the stuff, and then I don't know the business thing. I'm just, Eliza will do it. Eliza knows how to do business stuff. You're talking about a down payment, yeah? Sure. Paying now for material so we can get started, and as well as my time, because my goodness, you have taken a lot of my time this afternoon. And, uh, yeah, I will be at Eliza's at dawn. Perfect. Sounds good. Pleasure doing business. You're Wonderful. Okay. Uh, you're leaving with the, the, the hundred. You have to put that on the table. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, here's the hundred. Get there, go, mm -hmm. and then I'm just mm -hmm. gonna take this. Mm -hmm. I will have it for you tomorrow. Have a lovely mm -hmm. rest mm -hmm. of your day. I'm gonna go... Uh, you too. I uh, appreciate friends. doing business with you, hero of all dear heart piss. I will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Waves a little mopak paw and gets back to tinkering away. This is fine. This is a good investment. I know about money. 
You know about money. So you find uh, Pez, or Pez, Pez, you find Lucky outside huffing. Uh, a little downtrodden-ish. Uh, what do you want to do about that? Should we go get some snacks, Lucky? Or I guess maybe we should find everybody else, but maybe some snacks on the way? Did you, did you decide not to buy? I mean, that guy was going to rip you off, so I'm saying. Was he? You seem real nice. He did uh, art. Uh, great. Uh, I'm just saying. Did you did you pay him? Did you did you buy the machine? What's going on? What do we have to tell? What we have to tell Eliza? Oh, I gave him some gold, just just a little bit, and then and then he's gonna be at Eliza's tomorrow. We're gonna do the measuring and the stuff you gotta do to put a thing in the place, and then the rest of the money then. So he was okay with an installment payment before. Completion so. payment? Did he I mean, say anything happens. along the lines of prices of a variable to change each day? I wasn't really listening. I thought he just, he just seemed like he wanted me to get out of there, so... Like, he kind of, like, looks so. in the window of the store, like... There a sign that says prices of variable <laughs> to change each <laughs> No signs, just art. And some pre-made espressos. Alright. I don't see a sign. Well... Okay. What time tomorrow? Is he gonna be there? Morning time. Oh good, I probably won't be awake. Alright, sounds great. Eliza will be very happy. Excellent. Hope so. Well, while this was happening, we go find our friends, Eli and Dagonet, uh, who have of which needed to locate some of our old friends, Tever and Havel, the two tenders that we had worked with previously, uh, Tever having saved the party's lives at one point in time. Um, What are you gonna do to locate these lads? Uh, I think the, the first thing Eli would do would be uh go i mean roughly where they saw them the first time sure and they the the tenders don't have a central location central presence in all their heart if you do a little bit of investigating you might find that things have been changing around all the i had a feeling mm, yes mm. if you guys would like to investigate together my feeling oh, wasn't that great. Okay, Eli already rolled one time, so if you're investigating together, Eli, roll one more time. <laughs> since you already started roll, that Investigation's is literally a ten. Investigation's the same. And a ten. You are bang on average when it comes to asking around about attenders. Would you say it's attenders. a ten out of ten investigation, and therefore a twenty? And then a ten. Then a ten. But uh, the, the the benefit of this is you didn't need a big role for this. Yes, it looks like after asking around with some people about Tever and Havel and then mentioning that they're actually tenders and stuff like that, people are like, oh yeah, I think they're setting up a guild hall for the for uh, the tenders here in Alderheart because there are so many that are coming off the front lines and need somewhere to go that's safe. So they are all starting to come back here to Alderheart. So they've apparently set up a location here. Uh, let's call it in the 
Yeah, it'll be in the bright hollows. The 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 tenders are a humble people. So it's one level lower than where you mm -hmm. are in the trunk market currently, uh, in the bright hollows. And uh, apparently they've uh, requisitioned with approval from the council one of the old dilapidated places that was going to be then utilized for housing um, refugees. But since the neighborhood is being built down below, they no longer have to do that. Uh, and it's been rebuilt some, somewhat magically by the tenders themselves into a guild hall for them. Well, look at that, Dagon, eh? Yeah, that is uh, quite impressive. I mean, the uh, carpentry could be a little more stable. Looks like they're holding it up with, like, vines over there, but, you know. As you point at it, the vines start moving and growing a little bit more. All right, I stand corrected, apparently. Maybe they uh, have training at the, the avium? Yeah. Hmm, potentially. Well, shall we? Yes, uh, after you. All right. Yeah, and so uh, two of us will enter the guild hall of our of our tender friends. And wouldn't you know it, as soon as you're trying to enter the guild hall, your two friends are attempting to leave the guild hall and you bump into each other in this kind of wacky little thing that we have going on because uh, we have a show to do. Uh, so <laughs> this is Tepper and Havel. I've, I've pulled them up on your screen here, chat. So, oops, so you can see uh, what they look like because it's been a while since we've talked to Tepper and Havel. Uh, and so they're they're walking and they're arm in arm and Tepper's like looking up at, at Havel and they bump into you and, oh, uh, 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 oh, Havel, look who it is, look who it is. And Tever gives you both large hugs uh, and Havel comes in behind us. My friends, my friends, it is so good to see you. Welcome back to all the hot. Uh, how have you been? Uh, we've been just peachy. It's great to see what y'all have done. I mean, look at this. Last we saw you were hawking yes. on the street like some sort of like <laughs> vendor. Well, now we have somewhere to sell our wares a little bit better, huh? Um, it's it's definitely a lot easier to have a place to be. We've been doing a lot of work around trying to house and help with the... Well, you can see how we've magically grown some of the portions of this building here. Uh, we've been doing the same thing uh, in the roots, the new neighborhood. It, it's, it's a lot easier to um, grow houses sometimes. Uh, yeah, we... so you don't have to be so nervous about... We were just heading home. Would you like to come have some tea? Uh, uh, I... Oh, sorry, Dagony. No, uh, but of course, uh, we, uh, we came here uh, looking exactly for you too, so... If uh, you're leaving, then uh, I guess we follow you. Wonderful. I will put the kettle on when we get there. Come. It's not far. Uh, we have a small place around the corner. And Havel leads out, and uh, Tever's like, excitedly around with you. Nervously, excitedly. He's happy to see you, but he's still Tever. Uh, so you guys make it to their little home, and it's similar in the way that, that Eliza's is. It's a, it's a small place. This one is one story, and it seems that um, it just basically has a, a small kitchen, a little table, and a sitting area, and uh, a, a bedroom off to the side, and you know, a latrine off to the, to the side as well. And it seems that they both live here t together. 
And so you enter the home and Havel goes and puts the kettle on and he begins to make some of the tea and he gestures to the chairs and the sitting areas. Please do sit. Those are the most comfy ones that we do have. Not so many of them, but, you know. I appreciate it. Of course. Um, Teva, see what they need. I'll make us a little something to eat then too. Teva comes over and says, Right, um, so you're back in Alderhart. Uh, is, is is this to stay now? Are you here for, 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 are you going to find a home as well? Uh, maybe, maybe soon. We're still, uh, dealing with, um, well, the situation in the wood. Good, and... I'm actually honestly very happy that you're saying that because I don't think I trust anyone else that's attempting to do anything about that giant beastie that we saw. Mm-hmm. Do you have a solution? Did Were you able to find anything at the Avium? Yeah, we uh we worked at, after a bit of um well there were some outstanding issues at the AVM we had to sort out help them with but uh we Who's got solving a... problems wherever you go. <laughs> yeah. Seems to be our thing. Uh we did um we did work with the dean and and some of the higher ups at the AVM to develop a a plan that actually involves uh something called the Borealis. At this, we get the shot from where you guys are at the at sitting and over to the kitchen area where Havel's at the stove and he turns out, a Borealis. That's an old story. Mm-hmm. Oh. What do you know of it? Well, not much. It's uh, supposedly the antithesis of uh, the fire aspect that we came into contact with. Um, yes, it's a legend notes. as far as I know. Right, well, I mean, legends are at least usually partially based in truth, and I mean, it stands to reason that if the fire aspect is real and all three of us could tell you <laughs> it is very much real. Uh, I believe that. All right, then. That's the reason that may be as well. And and we we spoke to a a seer by the name of Susan, and she said that uh, Skyleafs were involved in some... Tever, like, kind of perks up a little bit at that, too. Well, the story of the Borealis, continues Happel, tells of a wizard who stole a piece of uh, a powerful spirit of, of winter. They thought they could control the power by containing it within a staff, but instead it froze them solid. Left to itself, the artifact kept freezing everything around it. Tales say the old tenders felt an imbalance in the wood, and when they found the Borealis, they had the artifact sealed away by the tender elders, using the sprig of a skyleaf, which is oddly coincidental to what you are talking about with this seer. Because the skyleaf remains hardy even through the winter. Hmm. And so I honestly hadn't placed much stock in that. It's an older tale, but I thought it was a parable about dangers and enslaving elementals. But since I suppose we're actually talking about those things, interesting. Hmm. So what else then? What else do you need? Uh, I mean, that that's all we know. Uh, it stands to reason that if a skyleaf sprig was used to seal it away, 
that maybe whatever the spell is to unseal it uh, involves the same. Tever, like, reaches over and touches you on the shoulders. I, I, I think I know. Well, A story from my old mentor, the one that we went to go find? Tim Robert. Yeah. Well, the story he told of a, a late, late elder who became a tree keeper, one of the highest positions in the tenders. It's decided by delivering an unburned sky leaf to a frog-shaped rock in the southwest of the Scorched Grove. That is curious. That is. I wonder if... I mean, we only have the thread of them being connected by the sky leaf itself, and that this seer also mentions it, if she's to be trusted, then... And she says the Borealis exists? Does anyone... Has anyone else come across that? Is that real? Um... All that we know is that it came up in all the research that the... The, um... The task force did on this aspect. Um... And I'm just looking at my notes in this conjuration tome. I mean, we have a location of, uh, of a magic circle to be used. It's not quite in the southwest of the, the Scorch Grove, but I mean, perhaps the, perhaps the shrine that you speak of may contain more than you know. Yes, maybe if, if the story is true and I have no reason to not believe my mentor and Pavel comes over and gives a reassuring hand to Tevers I believe you there's references in my old studies to an ancient chamber in the scorched grove historical records it would make sense that it would be around the same time that the borealis was sealed away I had never put the two together before. It seems so tangential. I'm sorry, I don't think we can take you there, though. I wouldn't ask y'all to. It's yeah, no, a dangerous no. journey. It is. And uh, sorry, Dagonet, you were saying? No, I was, yeah, I, I, I agree that I... We, no, yeah, we definitely did not uh, assume our, you know... Wished for you to to join us back out there. Uh, uh, just that uh, you can prepare us as best as uh, as you can. Uh, yeah, of course. I don't think we know much more than that. Other than if you are looking for this place, you might need a skyleaf. <laughs> right. Well, that's the relatively easy part. Now, the southwest of uh, Scorch Grove, this frog shrine? Yes. Is it near Ashbarrow? Tever only shrugs. It was a story I heard a long time ago. I didn't have the location, really, but 
Well, here. Do you have a map on you? Oh uh, yeah. Okay. So he, you pull out the map, and he goes and gets a, a quill and a pen. And chat, I will, uh, I will pull up this map for you here. I don't know if you're gonna be able to see. I also oh, don't. Tever, Tever and them are in the way. I also don't know if you handed this out or. What is it? If it was a, oh no, it looks like it was on this map screen. Um, my map didn't have the conjuration circle, so I was just curious. Oh yeah, it's on this one. Sorry, okay. I haven't. Added no, 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 that's fine. To the the handouts, correct. That's fine. Yeah, the I'm handout. Trying to is remember a, where a, it was roughly. This is something I can edit, whereas the handout is a JPEG that's just kind mm -hmm. of in there. Yeah, no worries. Okay, so the southwest. Mm -hmm. He's going to mark a location. That is there. And I will go ahead and... Can you see this on the stream? Hang on. got to always look at it. Yep. Okay, see the one that I just marked? And I will go ahead and give it some text for you as well. Let's make it pink. Make it the opposite of the conjuration circle. Frog statue. God, that doesn't show up very well. All right. <laughs> but that is the uh, proposed, purported, suggested location of the frog statue. Um, he goes on to say, it's rather distinct of the way that it was told. Can't imagine there's very many statues out in the Scorched Grove. Yeah, it's something that we'd have to keep an eye out for, but this is helpful. Thank you, Tever, again. Yeah, of course. I, I, I'm sorry we can't help any more than this, but Honestly, with the tenders here, we've been putting in a lot of work on Alderheart. Oh, that Alderheart needs you. I wasn't lying when I said you were a hero. <laughs> tenders are doing great work. Thank you. Um, and you guys sit and chat and talk about the avium and finish your tea and some cookies. And it seems that they're going to head back out and do some more work for the day. And so you say your goodbyes in front of the house to go back and figure out where you're going to meet up with your friends. Where you guys would have decided that. Where is that? Uh, probably back at the Emporium. Back I at would Eliza's? imagine sure. just because we were going out and talking about the espresso machine, right? It's closer than going down to where the half full cup is, too. Yeah. I imagine for efficiency, that'd be good. All right, yeah. Uh, so you guys go that direction to meet up with each other. And wouldn't you know it, you show up at the same time because both things took the same amount of time. It's crazy, man. Movie magic. Movie magic. So yeah, you show up again. You're there together. What would you like to do? Were you uh, successful in uh, in uh, the espresso uh, machine? Yeah, it's real shiny. He does a great job, that Mr. Pebbles. Uh, he's gonna go to Eliza's tomorrow, maybe measure out some thoughts for it, and maybe we'll put him in there, it's fine. Great, it's real shiny. All right. How's Tever? Oh, he's doing well. He he sends his best. Uh, 
Actually, turns out that Borealis thing is a pretty well-known legend among the tenders. And, uh, well, we might have a clue to its location. We're still going to need that sky leaf just to cover our bases, but we've got a direction. It's, uh, well, it's smack dab in uh, the Scorch Grove. Yeah, well, we'll try to keep a wide berth. Maybe hang a little closer to Ash Barrow this time. Statue seems to be just north, northwest of it. Did they did this say about how how long it would take to get there? Well, we'd have to go get the the Skyly first, and then uh, from there, uh, then yeah. we'd be headed to uh, this. Uh, the shrine that they uh, told us about. Yeah, I mean uh, the Skyleaf is roughly northish of here too, uh, so it's a good on the way kind of thing. But you know, didn't. I would this, I would estimate know. a day, day and a half journey total. All these things considered. Right. Yeah. I have to. Wait a minute. Where's Oddball been this whole time? With, uh... <gasps> oh. Oh, he was with us. Oh, he came with us to see her. Oh. Mm. We're good parents. Maybe he's just been, maybe he's just been at Eliza's, Where's like, Oddball surveying stuff, and we're just like, oh, you were with... Oh, you're still here. You know, what's part, you know what I think it is? <laughs> I think there's a rocking chair at Eliza's for some reason, and he's taking an old man nap. And he's just been taking an old man nap. The whole time, because I don't want to lose him. That's not something I want to do for this show. But that's so, so 25, funny. I had totally the hunt for forgot. I had forgotten. Yeah. Well, it'd be 26 now. You're gonna spend the oh, whole next shit, episode yeah. hunting for Oddwald. Oh my god. That's wow. Anyways. Maybe stay out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's say Oddwald maybe did some like grocery shopping or something, and he, then he came back to Eliza's knowing that you all had agreed to meet there later, and you were so trusting of your new friend that you let him go do those things. <laughs> sounds For like sure. us. Yeah, totally. He only tried to kill you four different times. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh. <laughs> So what's the what's the what's the go forward plan? What's the idea here? After delivering Oddwald maybe back to his brother or something. Uh well, do we want him with us for this journey to the Borealis? I mean he would be the one who's knowledgeable about the conjuration circle and the myths surrounding the Borealis. I mean, he was studying it pretty in depth. Yeah, I definitely think it's smart to bring him uh you know just like a leash or something uh but uh you know i don't know if we need to go uh this late in the day though because it's gonna take like you know like three hours to get over to at least the skyleaf area and then by that time it'll be dark and it's gonna be hard really to sort out you know climbing them trees in the dark and stuff you know that's a fair point well First light in the morning, then. Oh, plus, plus we gotta get back to Eliza's in the morning anyway because of the espresso machine installation thing in the bub, anyways. So God, this is like simulating real life right now. I got well, a just, handyman yeah. coming at ten. <laughs> I got a 
Meeting. Which Eli is now first hearing about an espresso machine being purchased to be put into Eliza's. You guys are going to just go look at prices, and now you have to meet the guy that's making them in the morning. Because you bought one. By we bought one, I mean has bought one. It's an investment for the future of mm. us having free espresso. We tried to wrangle in some uh, repairs on your armor, Dagonet, but he was snooty about working on armor, and I just left the shop. I was like, not my guy. No thanks. But look, armor's not art. Look, look, look. Yeah. Right? Oh, that is, uh... Okay, they they managed to uh, fix it the uh, best they could. Uh, uh, but, you know, I thought that that is fine. It, 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 serves, uh, it serves me all right for now. <clears throat> Just saying, we tried. You know me. I'm gonna try to squeeze a deal out anybody, but that guy clearly uh, 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 wasn't giving any of his stuff away for anything. Very, uh, he liked his stuff a lot. So, well, he must take a uh, good pride in uh, his product. Yeah, I would say that. Very Look nice. At, I mean, Pez. He knew Pez's mom, so that's a thing, right? You know. As a man of culture, it sounds like. Maybe I should just start going around telling everybody I know your mom, Pez. <laughs> Get some, you know, discounts yeah. and favors. Look, that's stuff. rude. We talked about that. What? what you never saying? say say hi to your mother for me. It never it never comes out the way you uh, think it's going to come out. Doesn't that's mean true. the thing you think it means. That's true. <laughs> You know, with as much as uh, was expressed for the espresso machines, we might get some free espresso for quite a while from uh, Eliza. Just also, there might be a little bit of a need for a patio being built at some point. <clears throat> Dagon Um, but we'll talk about that too, I suppose. I don't know. It just it was there was a lot of decisions made in a very short amount of time, and um... maybe a counter. A window. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff. I mean, you know, I, I tried to get the armor repaired for you. Ah. So, should I be uh, outpricing uh, wood and uh, supplies? Uh, what uh, What did you have in, in mind for? I don't know if, uh, when this uh, would get done. You know, it. Uh, it's a patio might uh, take a little while if you want a, uh, a deck or and you want a, uh, a fence uh, around and then if you want a uh, seating with the fence uh, you know like the, the bench you know the, the railing and stuff like that uh, uh, then it has to you know I have to go in uh, to the council to see what the code is uh, you know you don't want people falling <laughs> falling over and, 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 and stuff like that because uh, I, I know it, it expresses uh, it gets too much energy, you know, it, uh, you don't want any accidents, uh, but uh, there, there might be a project that might have to uh, wait a little bit. Uh. Yeah, I definitely think we should at least talk to Eliza first, because, I mean, maybe she doesn't want a patio. I mean, maybe she, who would want a patio, but still, I mean, you know, if she doesn't want a patio, then, you know, maybe she wants a back patio. I don't know, something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. All I know is that machine better be worth 700 gold. Because it was a lot of money. Was it? 
I'm still sweating over the amount of money you're gonna have to spend on that thing, because I mean, it was that much for the, a drink machine. You should see it though. It's got all these steamy parts, and then it goes beep, and then they've got all these bits, and it's real shiny. And it's a lot of metal and materials. He said and it does make to it one time. So, is that? It steams the milk at the same time, and it does the beans. I guess there's beans involved. This is great. Uh, is he uh, supplying the beans, or is that something that we also have to get for uh, Eliza? We will need the uh, ingredients for her to actually uh, make the expressions. Is it a different we... kind of bean? Because I got got some of my mom's beans. Yeah, we could we could also get in contact with the people doing the food recycling, see if they got any extra beans, you know, to use for this. Hey, maybe. Oh, uh, maybe. Well, uh... Problem for future us. If there, you hear Lucky whisper. If there is a future us. <laughs> True. Somewhere there's the voice of Susan going, ah, I say it's so many vacations. <laughs> yes. Oh, they bought, they bought the espresso machine. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. They're down this one. <laughs> okay. And honestly, I think that's a good enough spot because that's where we would fade out in the episode on Lucky zoomed in close to their face. Where they go, oh, survive it. Mm. And then it just kind of like, oh, it's that moment in Kronk where Kronk is like at the thing and he like looks over and goes, <gasps> or whatever, and it fades out on him because he thinks he hears something from, oh, yeah. <laughs> and we fade out on that for Lucky. Come back to the title screen of Diefall Alderheart. Thank you for being here today for Diefall Alderheart episode 25. It's been a good one. Let's do some uh, some shout outs. I love that like one of these days we're gonna pick, one of these days we're gonna have a screen capture that isn't what it is right now. So my mouse isn't just on your guys' faces every once in a while. Like right now I'm on Rob's, I'm picking Rob's nose. That's what I'm, that's what's happening right now. I'm just in there. Yeah. Let's do some shout outs, shall we? We did simply, I think two weeks in a row. So let's go with May. Welcome back to Twitch. Where can the people find you at? Oh, well, they they can find me now at my own Twitch channel, you know, the Lady May, that's M-E-A. Uh, right now, playing Ooblets and Stream Raiders and hopefully one day art again. And then I'm also on Twitter and, and Instagram, uh, posting pictures of cats and, and various things like wear masks and wash your hands. And uh, yeah, and also here playing Dagonet. Nice. Thank you very much. Rob, we're going to do the two setter pictures that we could do everyone else. Uh, hi. <laughs> so loud. Oh, my God. Hi. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I don't know what I did. I didn't touch anything. It's okay. It's okay. You're good. Okay. You're good. You're good. Hello. Um, my name's Rob or bonus stage Rob or bonus underscore stage underscore Rob. You can find me a couple of different places on the internet here on Thursdays playing Eli 
or over on twitch.tv slash game nights that's game with two g's and nights with a k playing travis uh on sundays at 4 p.m eastern um that's a monster of the week campaign uh super fun if you like supernatural if you like buffy the vampire slayers that sort of thing um i'm i'm a, I'm a crook who turned into a spell slinger I, I cast spells now it's pretty cool um and then soon uh there'll be an official announcement uh eventually when i'm not smacking my microphone uh but i'll be playing in an apocalypse world campaign again uh at encounter roleplay uh twitch.tv slash encounter roleplay it's gonna be fridays uh at three to six eastern eventually i'm not 100 percent sure when that's starting but it's soon it's soon um and then when i'm not doing all that ttrpg stuff you can find me at twitch.tv slash bonus underscore stage underscore rob playing various video games like ooblets which by the way at some point tonight i found the soundtrack and i found the dance song joel so so we're getting a button for that right <laughs> maybe okay. uh <laughs> and also paper mario the origami king two very cute games two very charming games uh so yeah come on by that's me Excellent. thank you sir uh, Miss Malaveth, where can people find you? Hi, I'm Malaveth. I stream on Twitch, mostly doing art and some Assassin's Creed Odyssey right now. Mostly that, because we like buff lady arms. They're very good. Uh, and I'm also, I just draw a bunch of stuff. So that's a thing. Thanks, Mally. Thanks. Appreciate it. And Miss Simply Jackson, where can people find you at? Wednesday over at twitch.tv forward slash simply underscore Jackson. Uh, we are doing more art during the week. I've got a whole ink piece that I'm taking my sweet ass time on for no reason. Um, and I don't know. I might be playing some Minecraft this week. Uh, I might be doing some ooblets. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Just uh, I'll post a, a, a post a schedule on my Twitter. Same name, no underscore. But yeah, I have fun. It's been great. See you next Excellent. week. Excellent. Thank you very, very much. And thank you, chat, for being here this evening. This has been Diefall Alderheart episode 25. We're going to go record a Patreon post show now. So uh, patreon.com slash Diefall. Bye-bye! <laughs> <laughs>